Welcome to the Washdown Podcast, episode number 68. And tonight, our guest is Anna Odorizio. Anna is a paramedic, and she stops by to talk to us about what happened whenever she got COVID and kind of the hurdles that she's gone through. Um, but I'll let you guys, or let her tell you guys in her own words, um, you know, what happened and what her life's like now. So I hope you enjoy, um, again, episode 68, the Washdown podcast with special guest, Anna Odorizio. Watching yeah. this show. That's why they changed the rules. I heard of people yeah. <laughs> going one-on-one and cheating. Yeah. I don't know. I, you know, it just, it made the game better. I think because you I didn't did. have to wait so damn long to actually have a gun that was functional. Yeah, you yeah. had the parts you needed. Yeah, to make it good, you didn't go into a room and get noob tube by some twelve year old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why I, did you look at me before I didn't, you I said? Didn't, that? I didn't know how I wanted to word that. <laughs> so you're like, look at the lesbian. What does the lesbian say? <laughs> I heard to say this to Is a lesbian. Is that kind of like what the fox says? I don't. Is know. that what you're gonna you're gonna fuck it ooh at me? No, or, I'm ah, gonna. Ah, 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 shit, is that what you're gonna? No, do? I'm gonna make you say what you want to say. No, we're friends, okay? I confirm that we are friends because when no, I was I at it's... when I was at PT today, I confirmed with Holly that we are friends. Yeah, she said you talk about about our friendship. Yeah, yeah. So we're friends. So you've yeah. you, but they you know got you. something to say. You say it. I wouldn't talk about Jeremy. They don't know who that is. Um, I wouldn't talk about Moran. They don't know who that is. Who don't know who I am. A lot of people. You're not as cool as you think you are. Bullshit. That's why you're behind the camera. Oh, shots fired. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) No. (laughs) Thank you. This is actually what we probably should have done to begin with. So this is good. We actually don't want to hear anything he says. You you really won't hear this shit anyway. Yeah. You can't get a work in when Moran's here. It's mostly heavy breathing and just like uh, questions. 30-minute questions. It's heavy breathing and looking at articles on his phone to stay relevant in the and conversation. And like spitting into his, into his bottle. I know. Like, am I the only one here that like doesn't have... No, I'm... <laughs> that was... I just felt like I need something like a, like a stick of gum I can just stick in, the, in my, my front lip. Yeah. So I can be cool like you guys. Yeah, bad habits. Okay. The stress of the job. We've actually talked about it. The stress the, of the, the job? No, why people smoke <laughs> and chew and drinking. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. What Stop. did you just do? <laughs> I am well, no, the, so uh, sorry. I'm trying well, to find the, my... Yeah, you're you're good right there. The I, uh, I don't know if my nephew messed up the cord or the input on that microphone, but Blame he's two. Blame Yeah, okay. and yeah. so he comes in here and he goes, sing, sing. So he comes down here and... Yanks on the mics and the cords and everything else. I'll and just keep my hands in my lap and just, I'll just move. Yeah, I'll just. Ricky Bobby this I shit. I don't know what to do with my hands. Do I? <laughs> That's just what I'm going to do. All right. I know what I would do with my hands if I was a girl. Stop. We're not even <laughs> going there. Anna, <laughs> thanks for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Please say something to make him stop talking. I've been trying to figure that out every day of my life for the past six months, and I still haven't still haven't figured out the code. Well, why don't we kind of start at the beginning, like cool. we do with almost everybody, of how did you get into 
the fire service EMS, like, is that something that you, whenever you were like seven, you were just like, yes, I want to <laughs> be a medic. I want to hate my life. No, <laughs> um, no, I actually, I wanted to be a flight nurse uh, when I was younger because my mom was a nurse and my dad's a dentist. And so I always knew I wanted to be in medicine and I never really wanted to be at the hospital. So like, oh, I could just take people to the hospital. And then as I got through school and my education, I realized like you have to spend a really, really long time to get to that level where you're a flight nurse. Like it is years and years of training and you may not even get a spot. So I had some thing, you know, life kind of happened and I was on my nursing path and I got kind of kind of pushed off that path. And so I took some time off school. I worked uh, with animals for a bit um, in an animal hospital and was like, okay, like maybe I could work with animals. Like people suck and animals are really cool. But then I decided, you know, people I, don't suck. Pe- well, <laughs> no, what I decided was is animals are awesome and I don't want to be somewhere where animals are, are dying all the time. You know, I, d- I don't want to be in that environment. And so I can detach myself a lot better from people than I can from animals. So I kind of was like, all right, well, I guess I'll go do the EMS side because that leads to a helicopter at some point. And so it was kind of, you know, along the same lines and got into EMS and did a year um, as an EMT at a private ambulance company and then finally got into the 911 sector and got my medic and was just hooked. I just, you know, I, I always wanted to be where the actual chaos was happening. You know what I mean? I didn't I didn't want to be getting the backstory. I I wanted to be there like right as it occurred or you know shortly after. So, you know, it's like when you're driving and you see a car wreck, you know, I'm always that person that's like, oh, you know, and oh, oh and you're that yeah. person. Yes, okay. I was that person. I yeah. was that person. Was being Which is one. why she drives a Subaru. So when she crashes because she's rubbernecking, yeah. yeah, she'll walk away and I will walk yeah. away. Yeah. yeah. I I thought ahead. So <laughs> But yeah, so that's uh, that's kind of how I ended up in in EMS, and okay. um, you know, I was able to to not have to go the firefighting route, which was kind of nice, and not that I didn't want to, but it was just I knew I like I was I was hungry for the for the the you know the trauma and all that stuff, and just wanting to to get you know get skills and things like that, and if I ended up being you know interested in the fireside, that's even even better, you know, but things kind of worked out the way they did and mm-hmm. so so how long have you been i've been a medic for five and i've been an ems for seven of total so okay. seven years yeah i definitely agree with you on the whole not wanting to be places where animals are dying all the time that yeah. I, I feel yeah. you there pass. yeah that's that's a hard yeah. pass for I, don't, me. I don't want to do that either <laughs> it's like spending your day with like really cute animals is awesome and then you get that moment where it's like oh this animal is like really not doing well and then you realize you're at the end of the road and it's like i got really attached real quick you know but it's yeah. you know obviously it's it's hard not to so i was like i don't want to spend, spend my days doing that yeah so yeah nope Mm-mm. Not me either. Yeah. So. No, I'm sad. <laughs> Way to bring it down, See, Anna. Yeah. I just have that gift. I, I thought it was just me around non-EMS people where I was like, I really have yep. the way nope. of Wet blanket. Yeah. Wet blanket. Remember, cool. S- remember SNL with Debbie Downer? <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> hey, she's funny. So I'll, I'll take yeah, that. Yeah, you're not. Oh, all right. Well. Wow. See, be at this least halfway just... nice to the guest. All right. Oh, man. I'll try. 
That, I'm, that one really hurt. Like, just, I apologize. Do you, do you have an AED down here? I might need it. Um, I do not. Don't All you right. have one of those already <laughs> installed? I got, I got a magnet in my pocket. <laughs> This is what you get. This is what happens when you don't come to work. I came. I come to work. <laughs> not today. You didn't. That was uh. That was not my choice. She was prepping I, for this. I did. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I was spending all my day, all all hours of the day watching the podcast, figuring out like like how can I be as cool as these guys. That was my. And she was like, goal. "Oh yeah, show up." <clears throat> yeah. And then I realized that I didn't have to do very much. So no, it ain't yeah. hard. Five percent effort mm-hmm. maximum. Any more than that, and you make us look bad. Isn't it just eighty percent of it showing up? I think ninety-five percent of it showing oh, okay, up. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. So I've yeah. already met that. Yeah, and you showed up on time. <laughs> yeah, but and, I, and before one somebody else didn't almost show up. Didn't almost almost. We had almost, money on it. Yeah, almost I, only counts in hand grenades and horseshoes. He or, made it, so or if Rain's gonna be here or not. <laughs> I mean, I, it's not fair because I did have to reschedule like this this is like the third time we've had like yes i think the first time the first time i was sick mm-hmm. and then you had a family emergency. you had a family emergency yes. and then we yes. finally made it happen yeah so perseverance third, third time's perseverance. a charm yeah it's if at first you don't succeed try try Just again give up and go home <laughs> I, all right I, well i really don't know if okay, we can fit cool. any more one-liners in this podcast <laughs> Oh, I'll bet we can. That's all. This, we have talked in cliches for the last eight minutes. I bet we can. Yeah. Like the, origin, the originality content of this episode right now is two. zero. Yeah, I'm going to give it a zero. two. Okay. Well, but it's we haven't even started with the movie quotes yet. Yeah. Right, get to those, please. <laughs> in due time. Jeez. Now he's just bringing the mood down for everybody. So yeah, we, I pulled an Anna. I'm sorry. You what? I pulled an Anna. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I'll I'll give you the one, and then after that, you got to go. Yeah. Same same rule applies to me though. If I bring it down one more time, I'll just get up and leave. Could, if what goes, if we I just go. subbed Chris <laughs> instead of you? Like if you bring it down one more time, Chris has to leave. <laughs> All right. Okay. I, can I'll we, do that can we get a quick? vote on that? Because I'm an I right now. <laughs> I'm a preemptive I. <laughs> no, my goodness. All right, so why don't we talk about what we're here to talk about? So you got the COVID, mm-hmm. and you did not have an asymptomatic reaction. No, no, not not in the slightest bit. No. I mean, I was very fortunate that I wasn't at the complete opposite end initially. Um, initially, the you know it was. Just that typical fever, shortness of breath, you know, just and I think the biggest thing was because of when it was in the pandemic, it, there was so much uncertainty around it where, you know, you just kept hearing all these horrible things. And, you know, so when I, I remember getting that phone call being like, hey, like you tested positive. And that had been like the fifth or sixth time I had been tested mm-hmm. in the year because, I mean, you know, every every shift you're running person yep. after person oh, yeah. after People person. Tested a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's like, OK, I've already been tested a million times and. You know, and it, it was almost a relief to get it because it was like, okay, now now I can kind of, you know, see what this is all about and I can, you know, get get the gist of what's going on, um, you know, and, and it just never got better, you know. And so months would go by and, you know, they're like, oh, you know, just give it time and, you know, you're just deconditioned and things like that. And um, I remember, you know, I started having these weird cardiac symptoms where 
I would be outside, like walking the dog, you know, just to go out to go to the bathroom. And it's like, I would get progressively more and more short of breath. And then it's like, my heart rate's dropping and my heart rate's dropping. And it's like, but I'm breathing as if my heart rate should be spiking. So it's like my breathing's in- increasing and my heart rate is just dropping. And I'm just like, what? Like, you know. Um, I'm not a medic, but that seems to be bad. <laughs> It is not good. I will tell you that it is not good. And and thankfully, my my wife is a medic, and so, you know, I was very lucky to have you know have her with me and kind of give me that reassurance, you know. And she was able to, you know, she I trusted that you know if something really bad were to happen, she could you know take care of things. And I just remember like just you know like laying in bed, just being like, what like what is happening to my body? So what? I don't want to interrupt you, no. but I I kind of want to know what like therapies or treatments or whatever were they were they doing? Because I mean, you hear all of this stuff of, yeah. you know, from Joe Rogan to Fauci and everybody's talking about different stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what for you were they doing? So initially, um, initially it was just like very basic, you know, it was like, Hey, here's some, um, here's some prednisone, here's some antibiotics, here's an inhaler. Um, so that way I don't get a secondary infection on top of, on top of COVID. Cause I'm super prone to getting bronchitis and things like that. And that would have been, um, you know, not great. Uh, yeah. uh, in, 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 I'm not a medic terms, not good. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I started off with that and, you know, the, the whole idea was like, Hey, maybe the prednisone will kind of help. Cause it's like, well, maybe it's all the inflammation, you know, maybe that's kind of throwing things off. And then it was like, okay, well now you'll start seeing a pulmonologist cause that's the most, you know, appropriate next step. And I go to pulmonology and it's like, you can't find anything. And yet I'm still, you know, like, in his office, like not being able to breathe. Mm -hmm. So then, you know, then it was like, as I kept bringing up, Hey, like my heart rate keeps dropping. They're like, well, maybe, maybe we'll send you to cardiology. You know, maybe we'll kind of throw that out there, but it took several times of just being like, Hey, like, but they weren't seeing it when I was in their office. And so, I mean, I get it. It's hard to, it's hard to figure out a plan if you can't see it. You know, I mean, how many times have we been on a call where it's like, well, my heart rate was, well, it was 180 before you got here. And we get there yeah. and it's and it's normal, you know. Throw them on the water, start your IV, and yeah. let's go. And Pat, Have you, you ever know. had an anxiety attack? <laughs> <laughs> and that's you know, I I that was a lot of kind of what was put on me from the initial cardiologist I saw was, you know, it's like, well, you you know, you could just be having anxiety, you know. And I kind of had to have that come to Jesus moment where it's like, hey, like I get that, I get where that would might be, you know, your initial assessment. But it's like I'm a paramedic, I'm in high stress situations all the time. I know when I have anxiety, like that's not a mystery to me, but I should be able to walk my dog t- to, you know, the mailbox and back, you know, to, to go outside yeah. or go to the mailbox without having, you know, this, my heart rate just, just drop, you know. Did you and, carry a lawn chair with you? <laughs> you take a break halfway? No, no, I, but I would, you know, like, like if I was, um, we would go pick up groceries from Aldi and. I would bring the car, you know, up to the door and then my wife would come out and she would have to bring the groceries in for me. Like, or I'd have to make like several trips where it was just like, there'd be no way. Like if, you know, if we wanted to buy dog food, I I probably couldn't even pick up the, the 50 pound bag of dog food, you know, or I'm like walking around Costco with my, like, with my, like my arms on the cart, just like, just exhausted, you know, cause you just, you feel like you just can't physically hold your body up. Um, you know, so I went to the cardiologist and they were like, okay, you can, you know, wear this heart monitor for a couple of days and we'll see what's going on. And it really, nothing really, nothing really was objective, um, with their data. And I think that was part of the problem is that with, you know, with COVID it's, it's, there's so many of these 
and just this is just my opinion there's so many like tiny nuances that happen that we don't have the we don't have the ability to test for a lot of these things you know just because you have a patient on the monitor where their heart rate's normal their their oxygen's normal and you know their lung sounds are clear doesn't mean that there's not something happening underneath well and it seems to affect everyone so differently mm-hmm. like i mean of the four of us in this room you know if we all had it everybody's got different symptoms mm-hmm. which i mean i know all three of you have had it okay. i haven't my but... sinus infection yeah basically what it was yeah and so, you know, so it, it, it took a really long time and, and um, you know, so I, I did a stress test. I did a, a cardiac, um, I think an echo. And then um, those were mostly normal is the response I got where it was like, uh, it's like, the, so it's like, like the stress test. Well, the actual test didn't go that well. They're like, well, we don't like your, we don't think your heart's the reason why you're having these symptoms. Like I had symptoms that they were just like, well, we're just not sure why. So then they just kind of called it as like, well, there's, you know, it's unremarkable or there's no, there's no diagnosis or anything from that. And so, um, so like a last ditch effort, um, the cardiologist was like, well, let's try a, a tilt table test. Cause at the time, and even now it's, there was a lot of, um, kind of a lot of, uh, talk about COVID causing a condition called POTS, um, which I'd, I'd only ever I had only ran one patient that has that has had POTS prior to to me having COVID, and basically it's postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome, where it's kind of like orthostatic hypotension, you know, where if you're if you get up from a chair, your blood pressure drops. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of like you change position and your your body doesn't know how to regulate your heart rate. And your blood pressure. So if I stand up from a chair, my my body can't can't bring the blood up to my brain, and so then I get dizzy or lightheaded. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so they're like, okay, let's do this this tilt table test. It's kind of the um, the standard test. At one point, they kind of have been getting away from it, but they're like, well, let's just let's just see. So they put you on this table, and you're you're laying flat, and it's almost like you're on like a stretcher, you know. So they got the the straps on you and everything, and they're doing a 12 lead. They got the blood pressure cuff. You know, they're they're monitoring me from head to toe, basically. And like, okay, so we're going to tilt you up to about, I think it's 70 degrees. It's not quite standing up straight, but you're kind of just like, you're just kind of hanging out, you know. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, so we're just going to sit in this dark room and we're going to watch you for 15 minutes and we won't interact with you. Just tell us what you experience. And, you know, you might faint. That's normal because if, if we think you have POTS, then that's what that's what should occur yeah. in that position. And so, and I, I remember distinctly before they have you, you know, obviously when you do any kind of medical testing, you sign all sign these. Sign a waiver. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, they're like, oh, do you have uh, an advanced directive? You know, would you like us to make one for you? And I was like, you know, I kind of scoff. I'm like, oh, well, if I need that, we have got bigger problems, you know, big problems. <laughs> Which and, is what um, any of us would have said. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and so, you know, I was like, all right, cool. Like, you know, you're just, just doing a test and probably won't show anything. So, you know, so I'm in that position and about three minutes in, I'm like, Ooh, you know, it's like reminding me of being, uh, um, I grew up Catholic. And so being in mass, like right before lunch, when it gets hot and like your knees are, are locked and kids would just drop like flies, you know, cause it's like, you're hungry, your you know, your blood flow can't, can't get to your brain. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm not feeling too good. And, you know, start getting kind of sweaty and it's like, I think I'm going to pass out. And as soon as those words left my mouth, I was out. And when I came to, 
there were 15 nurses in the room and a couple of doctors. And it was like, I came to and I'm like, there's like, you know, they're putting oxygen on my nose and everything like that. And they're, I mean, I can just see it on their faces. They're like, hello, welcome back. And I was like, oh, something bad happened, didn't it? <laughs> you know, and, and they're like, yes, something, something did happen. And I got a lot of different, you know, initial not diagnoses, but, you know, one person was like, oh, well, you know, it looked like you were seizing. And another person was like, you know, hey, like, this is what it looked like was going on. But it, well, I guess the, um, what had happened is my heart just flatlined for, I still don't know how long I was actually dead for, but it, they, I know it was for at least 20 seconds. Ooh. Yeah. So did you see Jimi Hendrix? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I actually, I did have like weird I don't know. It was almost like a, it just felt like I was dreaming and, but I didn't know anybody in my dream. And I think it was because I was like halfway trying to wake up and it was all like the nurses. And so I'm like, I'm just yeah. like having like the best nap of my life. And it's, and I'm just <laughs> like, what the hell's going on? Like I was kind of pissed when I woke up because I was like, God, that was such a great nap. And it's like, oh, all right, cool. And that was not a nap. <laughs> uh, no, that was almost permanent. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, um, you know, and it was kind of like the, you know, everyone was like, probably gonna need a pacemaker and um you know and it was just it was just such a strange thing because um you know like they've had I don't know how many people they've done tilt table tests on and you know everyone was just as stunned as I was and so um because it you know it's not like and the funny thing is my heart rate didn't even drop during this test my blood pressure didn't drop no it was just it just just, stopped yeah yeah so that was kind of a weird (laughs) It was kind of a weird experience. Uh, yeah, I mean, it would it almost stand to reason, like, especially since you were feeling symptoms <laughs> of feeling faint and all that. Mm-hmm. That you know, your blood pressure and your heart would have been doing something, not it, just. You know, it almost seemed like you body's know, weird, man. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of like when like you know, it's like you're playing Xbox or you're playing on your computer and it freezes and it's like oh, I got to do a hard restart. You know. You mean PlayStation? Yeah. Yeah, fuck Sorry. Xbox. <laughs> That's why you guys don't have uh, don't have any sponsors or views because you're you're pushing off all your Xbox users. Fuck Xbox. <clears throat> <laughs> Great. I did just watch the new the first episode of Halo. I, don't know, I, watch that. <laughs> I was gonna say I heard a little. <laughs> I heard that that. <clears throat> just because he can't be a cool kid. That's cool. I, I mean, gotta buy batteries every two days. I just plug mine in and charge it. That so do I. Just saying. And how long did it take Xbox to catch up on that one? I think a while. Yeah. So like that's been pretty standard with PlayStation for long time. a long time. Hasn't it? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyway, back to our <laughs> regularly scheduled broadcast. <laughs> So you died. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, back to that. So I died, Um, you know, and then it was just kind of from there it got a little, it got a little tricky. You know, there was just a lot of things that. um, Let's fast forward to the pacemaker. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, so fast forward three months, I'm getting a pacemaker and, you know, it's just like. You know, I'm talking to the, the doctor and she's just like, yeah, you know, we'll just put it in and you just go about your day. And, you know, and I'm like, what? Like, you, uh, excuse me. Yeah. Like this is, yeah, you know, I mean, in and out. 
It's yeah. like 15 minutes. It's 30 maybe. I think it was I think my initial one was a little longer just cuz there we was We got prep time. Yeah. So the actual they actually put it in cuz I did them during my clinicals at medical mm-hmm. school. And I was like, that's it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's a car, car battery. Yeah. They literally <laughs> yes. Neutral <laughs> ground. <laughs> or you know, not I know it's not how yeah. it is, but, but positive I mean, and negative. Positive and negative. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so they they explained it to me so like, you know, like hey, we just make an incision and and there's a few different options of how how you can do it so that's not you know, there's a couple of different ways, but for me, it was, hey, you know, we we'll make an incision. We'll put the pacemaker right underneath your skin, and then what they do is they they use an X-ray to guide the wires through your um, through your vein into your heart, mm-hmm. um, and so that that's how they actually get the leads in, into your heart. Um, so I was like, yeah, all right, cool, and you know, and they they don't fully they don't fully like I wasn't intubated or anything. You know, they just gave me the Versed and nope. fentanyl and. I mean, I was. I, I, they, they give you. Yeah, I was. They, feeling, they, they numb up the area. I don't yeah. care. You'll feel it. I don't care. Yeah, I don't. No. I don't remember a lot of it. I just remember there was another nurse in the room that also was named Anna. So every time my cardiologist would be like, "Hey, Anna, I need you to go grab." I'm like, and thank God I'm tied. Like, I'm tied down to the table because you know you're not fully. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I got it. You know, and then they're like, <laughs> they're like, no, Anna, not you. You need to sit down. Yeah. So stay very, very still. Yeah, yeah, and I kept asking about people's favorite olympians because it was right around the olympics and God, this poor nurse my my nose was so itchy and i never understood you know like because the the oxygen pers- mm-hmm. you know it was just like god let's get, get this out of my nose and i kept asking the nurse to scratch my nose and she just scratched my nose for about 30 minutes and not a bad job for 50 bucks an hour yeah. no i yeah it was uh everyone was very nice and you know and it was just i stayed the night and the next day it's like all right go home don't die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Don't, don't die. So. Seems to be working. Yeah. 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 You know, I. I trip her every day. <clears throat> I can't get to fire. <laughs> I, you know what? I'll, you, you know, you know, there are certain things that will make it fire. And so. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like what? Um, sometimes when you shove me though, it, it does take me by surprise. <laughs> I it do was, get a it little was one flutter. time and you tried to open a door. You don't. Oh, I open the door. What if I'm in front of you? Then you wait patiently. <laughs> just I'm just gonna stand in front of the door it's next not time. My fault I'm that not... you have a longer stride than I, I, I do. I, I'm still waiting if on the list of how to make a fire. <laughs> you ain't getting that one. <laughs> um, apparently, pizza does the trick. Yep. Is is the? What? Oh, actually, it is kind of funny. So, depending on what vehicle I'm in and what part of town. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's my pacemaker thinks that I'm working out because the bumps, and so we'll be driving along, and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, so pretty much any part of town. <laughs> yeah. So, the, so, so whenever, whenever we're riding, we've got city vehicle, right? No, no lights are on, no siren, and I'm driving like a drunk guy. <laughs> you're, you're like swerve, 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 just avoiding it. We, just... we did hit a pothole, and I thought we were, it was gonna take us straight to hell. Thing was that, huge. Didn't even see it. All of a sudden, it was there. Yeah, and it was. I thought you broke your other hip on that one. Yeah, me too. Like it was bad. <laughs> it hurt. It was bad. Yeah. The links you will go to to be a, a jerk. 
That like, one was on accident. You know you're going to call yourself pain you just know. to get her pacemaker to fire. <laughs> that's, you know. that's, that's the fire service. She knows damn good and well <laughs> she can't go back in a station. <laughs> yeah. Well, thankfully. Thank- you know, I was in my truck, too. My own personal yeah. truck. There's no way I would have hit that on purpose. I still don't know how you didn't see that. I mean, come on. Like, this you thing can't was see huge. over the steering wheel. Yeah. This thing was yeah. huge. I drive like a 90-year-old lady. God, I mean, come on. Yeah, you didn't see it either. I don't want to hear it. I did see it, and <laughs> I braced because <laughs> I thought you saw it. Oh, by the time you, Mister Mister, I got I got eyes on everything. By, by the time you saw that and you braced, there was no swerving. Yeah, I mean, you could have. I mean, you probably would have flipped the trucks. So. Yeah, it was on I mean, side street. That was, you know. that was a busy one too. Yeah, Ooh. Is, so. I mean, you couldn't. It was like this is gonna hurt. Yeah. So. Yeah, so now now my life consists of, you know, it's like I literally feel like I'm an 80-year-old woman. Like, I'm wearing compression socks right now. Granted, they're like, they're American ones, and they're cool, but, like, I'm I'm just... Hey, easy. I wear compression socks whenever <gasps> Thank you. I play softball. So. Thank you. Okay, but you don't wear them all the time. No. So. No, I do not. But I do give you credit, though. I yeah. do. You're, like, you're like partially there. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so you should go, go watch him play softball, and you'll understand why he why, wears yeah, compression socks. Because I get after it. I was gonna say, yeah, he yells and screams at everybody else for what they do. That just sounds like dedication in my book. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ozzy Smith can do that. He cannot. If you don't know who Ozzy Smith is, go look him up. He hasn't played softball with us in like four years. Well, yeah, because Grandpa's got the bad hip. Yeah. You know. Hips. Yeah, hips. Hips. <laughs> yeah. So I'm hoping after you're, you know, after yeah. a while you'll have a. I'm going to get with Carl Weathers. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be training on the beach. He needs a montage. <laughs> it's all in the hips. It's all in the hips. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I'm assuming then with the pacemaker, did they find damage in your heart? Or did they ever, I mean, it was just like. I mean, it's like, what's the. Yeah, why? That's still, we're still trying to figure it out because it's, it's, there there really isn't a lot of data on it. But um, there was actually recently um, a study, I think, out of St. Louis, out of St. Louis um, through the VA system where they found that people that had COVID, whether it was mild or asymptomatic or severe, were. I can't remember the exact percentage or numbers, but most of them were like way more likely to have heart problems compared to the average person. And it's anything from dysrhythmias to, you know, sudden cardiac events to heart attack, you know, to pretty much anything. And so, so I was, I've kind of had this theory for a long time that, that because when I initially started having symptoms, I started having them in my vocal cords which I thought was very odd. Like that's where my shortness of breath was coming from. It wasn't from my lungs, like most, you know, kind mm-hmm. of most of the the cases at the time. And so, you know, I was like, well, I'm, I'm braiding down and, you know, my vocal cords and it's like, it just feels like it's like in my vagus nerve or something like that. You know, I'm like, that's the only thing I can, I can think of that would be explaining why my heart rate drops. Sometimes my, my blood pressure drops and why I would still be having shortness of breath you know, and kind of on this weird train where it's like, I'm breathing fast. I should not be, my heart rate should not be this slow. Like when I'm in this, you know, these symptomatic moments. And so all my doctors have been kind of hesitant to give me 
any kind of diagnosis because they still don't know. So it's kind of been like, yeah. well, like we think it might be your sinus node or, you know, something like that. But um, but recently I, I did have a doctor that was he felt pretty confident that, you know, hey, like we know this thing attacks the nervous system. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have a way to test for it, though, which is the only unfortunate thing. Um, but, you know, it's like as we kind of continue, you know, through the the pandemic and through all the research and everything, hopefully they'll be able to pin it down. But I mean, he just said, based on my symptoms, it's like, cause you know, you have a lot of people that they get tachycardic, their heart rate just skyrockets, you know, just mm-hmm. sitting in a chair. And so that's also within the same playing field of, you know, your vagus nerve. Yeah. So that's kind of what I've been told. I'm still not, <laughs> still not a hundred percent sure, but they have like a, you know. Yeah. Well, and like a, you know, we talked about earlier, it, seems to affect everybody differently. I mean, there's cases of people getting like dementia like symptoms or the you brain know, fog. Yeah, yeah, the brain fog. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and then I read a report, I didn't read all of it, but there was a group of doctors wanting to basically reclassify COVID because you know for the longest time it's been a what, like a, a lung disease or a you mm-hmm. know, an airborne virus type thing mm-hmm. and they wanted to reclassify it as a like a blood virus. Yeah. Because they said that the way that it attacks your lungs is through actually your blood mm-hmm. and like it the if, microclots and yeah. things like that. Yeah. yeah. Kind of seems like it's a multifactorial disease. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Erica. <laughs> Shout like, out in my medical opinion, well, Dr. Carney. But, but that's the thing Dr. that's so Carney. that's the thing that's so hard is because it does affect everybody so differently. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's no like you can't just like you know we talked about earlier. Just the four of us in this room. It's like you had your result from it. You had a sinus infection. You were pretty much asymptomatic, mm-hmm. and I've been around it since day one and haven't got it. So. Have it. Yeah. 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 I mean. Doesn't know that he's had it. (laughs) I've been tested plenty of times. It It, would have showed up. It it does always seem like it has attacked the weakest system in the body. And people are like, well, I'm always healthy. I'm like, well, you were. Like, you were healthy. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Your nervous system just was your weak link, and now you found something to expose it. Yeah. Well, and you know, I, I think it attacks the parts of your body that sometimes you don't. You know, just because you don't have heart problems or, you know, kidney problems or kind of the obvious, you know, it's like, you know, kind of you're right. It's did you eat your Flintstone vitamins growing up? I did. Damn, I did too. I, I know, yeah, so. I did. I missed the Flintstone vitamins. They were so I good. Know, man. They, <laughs> still, they still, still have them, don't yeah. they? And they're, yeah, gummy. They do. they're gummy now. Yeah. My yeah. favorite, like, meme of all That's the pandemic the I'm eat. Was, the, <laughs> was the, like... It, it was the one that had like the Flintstones vitamins with the glowing red eyes, and it was like when the coronavirus enters your body. It was like Flintstones vitamins from twenty years. ago. I got ago. this. <laughs> it's my time to shine. It like steps up to the plate, like it's remember the, not remember not the in this house. Osmosis Jones. Yes. Vaguely, yes. That's what, I, that's what I think about. <laughs> Wasn't Chris Rock and Will yep. Smith in that? <laughs> oh, I knew. I one knew the, this was going to come one up. One of the many movies they've done together. Yeah. yeah. Man, talk or about TV shows. Yeah, we kind of touched on that last night, but what the five fingers say to the face? Yeah, it was kind of a bitch slap too. After I've watched it like ten times today. Did you did you watch it like actually like happen like during the show? Who watches the Oscars? No. Well, I don't know. Well, I didn't even know they were on until I got the <laughs> video sent to me. 
Well, no, because I, I, so I saw, I saw the memes, you know, and I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. And then my wife sent me a video where you could see like the dialogue afterwards. Yeah. Did you, have you seen that? Yeah. Because uh. they cut it here in the States, but they left it running in okay. Australia. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it from the Australian <laughs> news. And the Australians and it's like, are like, I'm posting this shit. Yeah. And, like, and then they're like, well, what do you think there was going through his mind at the time? And it's like, I'm like, this is the kind of news I want to watch where it's like, like you got to the see the whole conspiracy thing. conspiracy theories you're seeing now. They've been fun to watch. With, with what? So, how they're, so there's people out there, and I don't know if it's real or not. You never know with Hollywood. You can't trust heard, them. I haven't yeah. heard any conspiracy so theories. So, there's yeah. one I saw that had a, they, I mean, it was like a five minute video of the guy breaking it down. How, you know, Chris Rock saw him coming and then he put his left foot forward to like brace himself and then leaned in and then like you stop it and slow it down. There's a pad. And then, of course, there was a kind of a, a bitch slap. I mean, Come well, on. so I, I spanked a dog harder than he slapped. So him. I will not really, but I, I'll give you that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the, and they're actors. And I, that's I'll true. Give you, I'll give you that. But if you look at Will Smith's reaction to the joke initially, uh, yeah, he's yeah, kind of like, haha. Oh, and then he looks over, and you can tell she's and she, she is, is not, not happy. happy. Yeah. And then the there way was a, that an eye roll in there. Yeah. The way that. I mean, obviously, yes, it was a bitch slap and it was stupid and it's, it's whatever. It seemed like he almost pulled it. But when but, he got back to his chair, mm-hmm. whenever he said, you keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth and then said mm-hmm. it again. And the way that he said it, he's yeah. not that good of an actor. It, yeah, mm. I mean, it was. But You've gotten better. But the, so, but the thing is, is like but, I'm not saying it's fake or real. You don't have to convince me. I, one, yeah. one, I don't give a shit. Yeah. It's two rich guys. And honestly... I think Chris Rock should press charges. Like, oh, you want to hit me on national TV? That's what All Joe right. Rogan said. Yeah. Let's, let's play the game. Yeah. Jim Carrey went off. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Well, and it's just like- He said he, he was disgusted well, and sickened. Like they said in the, the Australian news cuts, it's like, if you don't like what he said, like, you can leave. Yeah. You don't I mean, have- You know, you're, you can talk to him after the show and go, hey, man, like, you I, know, I do. Yeah. I do. Like, that, that well, wasn't appropriate. And you that's know? what Josh Barnett was saying, because him and Joe Rogan were talking about it. Mm-hmm. And Josh Barnett's like, he goes, you know, he could have handled it a million different ways. He could have, you know, went backstage and they could have talked. He goes, you don't just go up and hit. And these are two, like, they're fight guys. Yeah. You know, you would expect them to say, yeah, yeah, go punch him. I mean, that's basically what Jocko said. Jocko's like, the Jocko. Yeah. Jocko's like, well, he crossed the line and Will Smith, he goes, now that's the that's the delineation because when you slap somebody, that's you're giving them the opportunity to realize they have crossed the line and correct themselves. True. He goes, he didn't go up and punch him in the face. Yeah. He, he slapped he him. That. He picked that for a reason. Yeah. It's to humiliate you and let you know that you're my bitch. <laughs> Now, do you think he would have reacted differently with a different comedian? If The Rock would have said it, I think Will Smith's ass would have stayed right in the seat. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. If, if it take, hadn't yeah, been You mean had it been example. someone not, yeah. not the size of Chris Rock? Yeah. yeah. If it had been somebody Will Smith's size or bigger, I don't think he gets up and does anything. Or he may have verbally he, spouted something off. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't I don't. Hey, think he, you think he would have done I don't Joe like Rogan? that. <laughs> hey, uh, you no. over there. Hey, that's not <laughs> nice. That's I mean. Yeah. So it, that, that kind of goes, it's. Even more of a bitch move. Yeah. You're, so, just kinda, so it's kind of like picking on the little guy? Is that, that kind of what you're saying? I mean, Chris Rock's not a fighter, never has been, yeah. never will be. He you know, said and, that. And I... It's not right. You know, I can't speak. Even like, if the joke crosses the line. Yeah. Well, and it you wasn't even And it wasn't really, even that bad of a... Like, yeah. you know, I mean, fair is fair. Way like worse. Hey, And Demi yeah. Moore was gorgeous in yeah. G.I. Jane. Like, yeah. if only I could look that good, good with a shaved head. 
I would do it, but I look at that. Let go of the shaved head. No, don't even go there. Don't ruin it. I so, do, and you all know it. You just don't admit it. If you had that beard, maybe. I don't know. I haven't liked you since I could see your whole face. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Anna for the win. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. It's why I showed up. Mostly just so I could talk crap about you, but. You, know. you drive a Subaru. What do I care what you think? That doesn't hurt. So you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to get get some better. Trust me, it hurts. <laughs> I mean, the ball's in your court. You need to come back with something a little no. stronger than. She's the guest. You gotta respect the guest. Hey, do you need some help, Chris? Uh, bring it. Bring help? it. Bring it, mustache. Do you need some help? <laughs> Go ahead, man. Tag in. <laughs> no, no. I was just wondering. Oh, you do need help. Go ahead. Okay, cool. I got you. It's not gonna do it right now. I'm, just, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna help you out later. I'm just fighting words. I think he's I mean, Googling. It, I'm not, probably. I'm not Googling. <laughs> what not, meme is popular this. on TikTok right now <laughs> that I can pass off as my own? I can talk shit if I need to talk shit. You all know this. I'm I've just, Listen, what? I've died, so like I really don't give a shit. <laughs> She's going to play say. that card yeah. already. Which yeah. time? When you bought yeah. the Subaru or when you actually died? Oh, I, that, that was when I died from happiness. That oh, okay. was such a glorious day. I actually have a picture of me hugging my Subaru when I bought it. It's got like four thousand miles on it. I can't be too mad. Hey, at least now, at least now you know if your battery ever dies, you have an easy jump start. That's true. I, you know, I mean, with that, like, I, you know, I've actually, I've wanted, I've wanted to figure this out. Like nipple clamps, like, is that how that even would even work? I think so. Just positive, negative nipple rings. Is that okay? But you got to ground it, so you got to kind of go Prince Albertish, a little bit, little butterfly. I know it's way over your Negative. head. Negative. <laughs> Abort. Way over your head. Abort. Abort mission. <laughs> All right. If you get the vibrating one, you should charge your battery faster. Just so you know. <laughs> Fucking stop. <laughs> See how uncomfortable he is now. <laughs> I'm not spending two hours fucking deleting shit like I had to last night. What did what did you say? What did Chris say? I it wasn't hear. Chris. It was Mr. Moran in the back. What did Mr. Moran say? Just four letters. That's all he had to say. It took a quarter of a second, but yeah, it took two it hours. So, it was so just. But it was right out did there, it, did right it work? out front. Did like, it work in was, the moment? Well, we'll I mean, you, we'll tell you later. yeah, I'll tell uh, you later. You don't but, have to. You don't want to spend more time editing. Yes, yes. Okay. So, but yeah, it He's was. They don't want to edit out of this one. Already. It was so, like, it wasn't like you said it, like, lowly or anything like that. I mean, it was full on volume. It did. You couldn't deny it. it Damn. Was okay. Obvious. I still don't even remember saying it. That's the fucking. Yeah. Part. It was so obvious because <laughs> I I was like, well, maybe. You won't be able to tell. Maybe he just goes okay, so past it under so the fast. breath. What and episode then it's like, is this oh. one? This is number sixty-eight. So he went sixty-seven <sighs> episodes, or sixty-six. Yeah, sixty-six before he messed up that bad. That's no, a pretty good run. No, no. You remember my first one? His first one, His he made it like one. seven minutes. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I made it like two. <laughs> yeah. We well, just, I was giving you some credit. <clears throat> yeah. We just started like, over on that one. You were like, like tell me. Deal. Yeah. You had because you were like, tell me your story. I was like, hey, I'm James. Here's what I did, and and now I work it. Blah. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, I was oh, wondering fuck. if that was the four letter word. Yeah. It's like Voldemort. James James Kelly did the same thing though. Yeah. I mean he and he but he was deep in. He was yeah. like was seven or eight minutes start. and it was such a great story. And then he's like, and then I saw was hiring. And it was like <sighs> can't. And that's when we had the Mortal Kombat or something conversation to start. Yeah. Well then uh we struck oh, the opening conversation was awesome. Daniel. 
that's the one with the Mortal Kombat thing. I was think. that one? Yeah. Or yeah, because you. I think you brought both of them back around. And yeah. I snuck it back in. Almost recreated it, but not quite. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, we get to like 98 degrees. It's almost as good as in sync, but it's not quite there. Yeah. Yeah. It's better than Backstreet Boys. I don't know. I, I like the Backstreet Boys. I was too. a Backstreet Boys kid. I just, no. 98 degrees was like my number three or four. Like maybe not even four. Dude, if it wasn't Boys to Men, it was garbage. Okay. I can, I can respect NSYNC. you on that. I'm not in sync. I'm sorry. Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. No, not in sync. Is I, what you meant used to, to say. There used to be a video of me yeah. and you yeah. and several other people doing karaoke to in sync. Yeah. Are we just gonna leave out new kids? That's where I was. That's where you I was know, going. And she, she got me with the well, Backstreet Boys. I was going going with new kids because I'm putting new yeah. kids ahead of <clears throat> yeah. 98 degrees. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. New kids are Hands better down. than any of those. Yeah. Bands. See, I'm still going Marky Mark though. He wasn't a boy band. Doesn't though. matter. He still beats them all. He could beat them all up. Yeah. Except his brother, probably. I'm pretty sure he could take his brother. So, Anna. Mm-hmm. What's up? I don't I don't like what it is. <clears throat> this is I already... don't trust you. Yeah, what's up? boy bands, he ruined the conversation. Yeah. Uh, oh. Go ahead. I, I just didn't know this is a boy band podcast. My fault. I'll just sit here quietly. We're, we're rebranding. Yeah. Remember, you wanted to do a music podcast. Boom, here it is. Yep. That we took shots at, and that got shut down. Yeah. Well, Anna's here, and she likes it, Again, so that's what we're going to do. That yeah. is not ever happening. <laughs> anyway, what was your question? I forgot. That's all right. Probably did. wasn't a good one anymore. So, Anna. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just... I've taught her so well in the six months I've had her. <laughs> Stop bringing guests on the Nelson's broke. <laughs> Hey, you know what? It, I was probably broken a lot longer than I met him. Yeah, I just brought her out of the shell. The day you started working at our job. Well, yeah, that and probably the day I knew I liked women. So I, oh, yeah. we all had that in common. So at least to, to my knowledge. Um, what are you looking uh, at me for? <laughs> <laughs> Is there something you need to tell us, Chris? When I'm was when was marriage here? What, was, <laughs> was the hair on your face not the beard she was referring to? When was that, by the way? What, his beard? No, when he realized you <laughs> like women. Oh, oh, this is a great story. I was four years old. I was four years old, and I saw the movie Pocahontas for the first time, and I knew. You're like, I hit that. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm not talking about Grandmother Willow. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. I had to. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was four. You're going to be up so late tonight. <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with what I just said. Out of everything that we have said, that was probably the, the most PG thing that has been said. It or probably, G-rated. It probably was. Yeah. He's yeah. just going to scrap it. Was it one of those? That ones? was good. That's a, that was a good line. All <laughs> right. That... Well, like when you told your parents, were they like, we know? So my dad, yeah, my dad was like, we know. My brother, we know. My sister, we know. My mom, what? My daughter? Oh, yeah. No, she was, she was not happy initially. Um, I th- that Catholic school girl, girl stuff. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was more of fear of the unknown for her daughter than anything. I don't think because she, didn't, my mom, didn't grow up Catholic. Like my dad's the one that grew up Catholic, and yeah, he, he's like, I, he's just like Anna. I know everything, and I was like, hope not. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think for my mom, it was just not wanting, not wanting the life that she was maybe picturing I was going to have, or maybe for her. You Lesbians know? have it so great. I. I came out when I was 13. This was almost 15 years ago. If I'm your mom, 
and you're 13 years old telling me you're a lesbian. I'm like, sweet, she's not pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, there you, go. you know, and I I I don't know if it was, you know, cuz marriage wasn't legal at the time, you know. It's like, I mean, granted it's like I have it way better than than people of the past and even people today. Like I I know how lucky I am, but I I think for her it was just I don't know, but it's like I asked her, I was like, "Mom, how did you not know?" <laughs> Like I was a very like I was a tomboy. I was basically my brother's like clone. I would wear all of his clothes. I would play football. I was like I'm gonna be the first girl in the NFL. I played all the video games. I was like mom like, and I think she I think she's like you know I think I thought about it one day and was like nah whatever and just forgot <laughs> about it. So, I'm curious. You've told your story, but I'm curious to as to your thought process throughout it. Through my lesbian story, or through my no, no, my pacemaker your story. pacemaker story like. Okay. I'm gonna go lesbian story. <laughs> it's more interesting. We know what she was. Think- we know what she was I thinking say, about I, during her lesbian story. You guys probably know <laughs> the thought process. The same story. We were 13 yeah. years old. Yep. Yep. I just could hide it a lot <laughs> better than you guys. Doesn't sound like it if your dad knew. She can't get boners. Yeah. Seems that, like. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. Well, she so. just left spots on chairs. Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you say you wanted controversy? Here you go. Uh, it was the nuns that hated her. You know what? <laughs> they knew. You know what you know, was funny? Because I, cause I, I came out in high school to everyone at my all-girls private Catholic high school. and Oh, you were just loving life, weren't you? Yeah. It, life was pretty good. Life was pretty she, she good. Was in the killing fields. <laughs> <laughs> Fishing with dynamite. <laughs> So, you know, ironically, I was the only, I was the only lesbian on my softball team and I was pissed. Lies. Lies. I was pissed. Lies. At the time. Okay. At the time. At the time. I find that very like, hard what, to believe. What is the point? I mean, but at the time. You know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> the ratio went from like here to here. Really. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. figure in a school of 500 girls, there's got to be more than one, right? 300. Was the there's still the more school. than one still still more than one you know it, yeah so it was actually funny the one girl in my grade that I was friends with that didn't want to hug me because she was like oh, you know you're gay is <laughs> now married to a woman so I find that it's just beautiful <laughs> absolutely beautiful so okay so now now we know the lesbian thought process so what you want to know my thought process through the whole what we emotionally. <laughs> So I'm going to bring it back emotionally. How long do we have for that? <laughs> emotional <laughs> damage. Emotional damage. <laughs> just can you play that song now? Can you just insert that into this video? I you know what? I need it like a drop board. Yep. I, emotional <laughs> damage. Emotional <laughs> damage. <laughs> yeah, can, I think you really need I'm to bring that in. I do love all those TikToks with that guy. <laughs> so good. Especially I when it no comes in when you don't about. know. I'll send it to oh, you. Oh, it's right so now. good. You like, get TikTok, man. Oh, that's that's the best word. Turn to the dark side. It. Rachel's like, got it. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then that guy comes on and you're like, yes. <laughs> or like, you know, it's like that song. It's like, when you close your eyes, emotional damage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like, oh, there we go. There it is. Just... I'll, I'll text Rachel and tell her to show it to you. Yeah. I got you. It's good. And you're going to laugh. And you're like, oh, it's so great. I'm gonna and then you're going to add it into the video. And that's going to be. See, the, like, that's. Yeah. yeah. That and like the memes where it's like. And your therapist is like, and what do you say when someone upsets you? And you're like, go fuck yourself. And your therapist is <laughs> like, like, no. no. 
that's uh yeah it's pretty much that pretty much sums up my my emotional journey so yeah uh, actually you know what i could truthfully <laughs> i don't give a shit about yours i'm more i'm actually more concerned about your wife's oh yeah because you kind of took is... her for a fucking ride and yeah. i don't mean Just you know what i mean not... that statement right there <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it wasn't the ride she would have picked I, I can tell you that much in the in the not not even in a in, in that sense, <laughs> but you know I mean it's like you know she has been like just I I don't even know how to give her the credit that she deserves because she, you know with even before I got COVID it was like I remember distinctly you know we were sitting on the couch and you know we're watching her her organization had these videos on on um people from new york on how to deal with like just all the changes that were coming because my wife works in in the health field not not as a medic anymore but you know so there's still the same precautions you know sometimes that she has to take and you know i just remember sitting there and like seeing what was happening in new york and it was just like how how are we going to get through this you know if if it's going to be as bad as it was there you know how how are we going to deal with this and it was there was already just this this you know fear of the unknown and so then it was like oh we got through it you know like I, you know we didn't get covid right you know in the thick of it and then mm-hmm. once i got covid and then she got cuz i gave her covid so that was that part was nice as we got to go through it together you know it, it it's a it, bonding experience. It, it, <laughs> it really is, you know, and, and it's just like, you know, you just get to feel like shit together and, you know, but then it's like nothing gets done. You know, you're both just miserable, but it was, you know, it was, it was fun and not, not being isolated was probably the the, the best thing for both of us. Um, but, you know, I remember, I remember the day that I coded, it was like, I didn't tell her what happened when, like, cause I drove there, I drove to the appointment. And so I called her and I was just like, hey, I need you to pick me up. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'll explain when you get here, but I need you to pick me up. And she's like, okay. So, you know, and of course the the, uh, the place that I was at when I had it, they're like, you're fine. You can go home. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even mention that part, did I? Uh, no. Oh, yeah, immediately after. To, uh... They're like, uh, they're like, here's a can of Coke and some di- some Doritos and uh, or you can call your wife. <laughs> Actually, these they're like you know that's, what? That's the longest yard treatment. Can, can of Coke. <laughs> yeah, can of I, Coke. I didn't even get a can sandwich. Coke, I didn't even <laughs> no get no turkey sandwich. I didn't even. Oh, get that's, a, that's bullshit. They gave me a blanket. They gave me the blanket. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, was it, sauce. Was it the wool one? No, no, it was a warm blanket. The small though. box oh. blankets you didn't get one. No, I no. They're like this girl's been through enough. Let's just give her a clean one. <laughs> so, so yeah, so they're like, yep, here's a here's a, the little bag of Doritos and a can of Coke, and they're like, yeah, you can go ahead and drive home, and I'm like, yeah, I think I'm gonna call my wife. They're like, okay. So, yeah. So I call my wife and, you know, so they, I don't even, I think they like walked me out, you know, like whatever. They're like, well, we'll, we'll walk with you to make sure you get to your car. And I was like, well, oh, not even a wheelchair. Wow. No. Yeah. That's, I mean, they yeah. really care. Yeah. You should have I mean, just and accidentally beyond. crashed your car on the way home and sued. <laughs> Fucking sued. I should have just, I mean, I thought, I would have thought dying in their room would have been enough for them to be like let's maybe check this girl out (laughs) at the very least you should have been sent to the hospital to the er by ambulance yes quickly we run calls to doctor's offices i for people who are i was already i i you know i wouldn't have had to go by ambulance because it would have been an elevator ride and i will just leave it at that yeah so I, i know exactly where you're talking about yeah 
an elevator ride. Like yeah. I was already on the bed. Like you don't even have to do anything. You just have to yeah. take me to that. You could just roll me down the hallway and go, hey, this girl needs help. And someone would have found me. Like that would have been fine. I would have been yeah. okay with that. So, so yeah, so my wife, my wife pulls up, you know, the lady walks out with me. My wife pulls up and I get in the car and she's just like, what's up? And I'm like, um, yeah, so I died. And she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I don't really know how else to explain it, you know? And, and, and then it was just, you know, and after that, I just feel so bad for her because I was consumed. I was absolutely consumed with getting all my data, like getting everything, every piece of every document of, of vitals or you know ekg anything because i was like something is wrong and like they're not doing anything to help me and i just and at the same time we're also looking for a house so it's like you know lots of it's a real relaxing time for you not stressful at all no no you know and so i'm like all i talk about is my you know i mean it was just like probably i want to say weeks but it's probably more like a couple months where it was just like i was consumed everything that i talked about everything that i did was how can i figure out x y and z and i remember i just remember sitting on my bed like flipping through ekgs and just like taking notes and like documenting like how much time occurred between each snapshot because i all i got were snapshots you know it's not like when we go to pull data from our monitor you know like if you know we're looking at a code you can see from the time that monitor was turned on to the time the monitors turned off so all i had of this was little snapshots i had 30 pages of snapshots for like eight minutes of data and so i'm like going through trying to figure out how long my heart had stopped you know because i that does, i'm like i don't know i don't like am i gonna drop dead in the next five minutes i don't know because i still i took or th- if you lean up against the wall at the wrong angle yeah because it's like it's like they put me on a table and they leaned me up that's it. Like that is what, like that is what brought me down. <laughs> That's what's so funny. It's almost and funny. And her enemy is angles. Yeah, my enemy is tables yeah. at angles. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, my wife is just, you know, she was a total champ, and just, you know, I mean, even now, it's like, so we, you know, we ended up finding a house and buying a house, but I think we bought our house, maybe, like, it was like a week. Or two, I think it was like two weeks after that happened. That's, that's a risky financial move. Like, hope I get to enjoy this. <laughs> yeah. Hey, honey, I'm going to sign this uh, this uh, mortgage here. So good luck to you if something happens. <laughs> so yeah, I was enjoy like, my life insurance. I was like, sure, let's get a house. You know, it's no How skin much? off my back. Thirty years, I'll yeah, write you a check. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. So, you know, and then of course we're, you know, we're moving and it's like, I can't, I can't help carry boxes. I can't help do this. I mean, we hired a moving company. Bonus. I mean, it was like, yeah. that part sounds of like a me win was to me. like, yeah. oh, like, darn, Greatest hun, I'm ever. so sorry. Honey, can you do you dishes? Know? I die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but she, of course, you know, she's like, I get it. But she's like, you know, hey, like, you you know, you gotta, you gotta pull your weight, you know, and it's like, I get it. Wow, your wife's a hard ass. No, she, you know, I mean, it was. She's a medic. Yeah, Yeah. she's a medic. You know, she's like, she's a hard worker. Like, you know, that's how she's been her whole life. Did she just tell me she looked at you and been like, can you walk? Yeah, Yeah, that's, uh, that's, yep. That is it. All right, get your stuff. Come on. Yeah, let's go. Nope, only one bag. Don't don't go back and sit down. Come on. (laughs) Answer the door. We'll get get your phone. We'll get your keys. Come on, let's go. (laughs) Let's go. Yeah, that's, you know, but that's, that's 
why I think we work so well because I'm I'm a little bit more now as a medic I'm very much that way but like that's kind of her as a person which I need that you know I need someone that's like hey like let's go so you know yeah she thing you know she and she she also had COVID and so she didn't have it as as you know she obviously didn't have the same she didn't um, die no she didn't you know thankfully <laughs> or she's like she did but at a different time no, I'm just kidding <laughs> she um no but she you know she had brain fog and you know she still does and and she's got a shortness of breath and you know so it's still it's still this thing that just hangs over our head and so I think that's been the biggest thing is like you just have this thing looming over your head all the time and you just want normalcy yeah well you want answers yeah you know of okay Mm -hmm. i have this thing how do i fix it Mm -hmm. and every time i got a piece of data that i was like this is it it was like have you seen um national treasure right there man (laughs) yeah that's exactly what that is yeah or another another piece of the puzzle yes yeah that's exactly (laughs) what it was the curse of oak island that's i don't know what that is oh national treasure that's what people okay. know. Okay. Yeah. Like or five like, have people you seen Oak Island? Have you seen Manifest? No. Nobody in this room has seen I've Manifest. Seen You've good. seen Manifest. You know how Ben? He's like, this is it, and he takes yeah. off his glasses. Like, it's kind of it's the same concept where it's like every clue. I was like, this is what is gonna like break, like break. Honey, I've got it. Yep. Yep. And then it was like I'd take that little piece of gold, and I'm like, this is it. And then they're like, no. no. That's bronze. Yeah. They're like, that's mm-hmm. not even bronze. That's, that's dirt. Fool's gold. That's mm-hmm. dirt. Yeah. yeah. So go away. Oh, honey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, honey. No. No. You're cute. No. So, yeah. And so then it's like this whole process. I mean, I, I know I've talked with Chris about it. It's like, I don't trust anybody anymore. Like people that I used to trust and, you know, at different organizations and, you know, places. It's just like, I don't, I don't think that a lot of people that say they have your best interest in mind do anymore no that's probably it mean that isn't necessarily a bad thing i mean it's probably good that you know i'm a little bit more skeptical skeptical you know yeah. but at the same time it's like i can tell it's like it's i'm the person i am now is a lot different than the person i was before COVID, and i think that's true for everybody regardless of their experience i mean we've all experienced this pandemic you know it's like it changes you and we we just talked you know? about this on the podcast last night. We had a one of our friends who's a local police officer, mm-hmm. and we just kind of talked about like the things they've like literally the last two years what it has done to us. Like you just can't ask people to do that. No, like that's not the lifestyle that especially healthcare workers and, and first responders lived for the last two years is not a sustainable thing. No, well, I think it's fundamentally changed the culture. In our country. Well, and that's I mean, think about it. I mean, because, you know, we had the lockdown and all that stuff. And then now all of a sudden you've got what it's done to our professions. But then you have other like the great resignation. Yeah. People just mm-hmm. said, fuck it. I'm not going back to work. Yeah. A lot of people start their own businesses, too. And they find out found a way during when, when, when there was a shutdown and then companies weren't able to function because of all the restrictions and they had to lay off staff. So people are like, oh, maybe I'll, you know, I'm gonna start this business, and it's kind of taken off. So now we don't have the people that were like servers. Yeah, Perfect mean, example. Mm-hmm. That, that, so that probably speaks to a small percentage. But I, read, I mean, think about I read it. Some Every article on it, and there's been a lot of because there was a loan the government gave out for to start your own business. A lot of people took it, and it's taken off. Well, small. I'm talking about small, small business. Yeah, enough to support you. Yeah, making jewelry. 
I mean, selling it on Etsy. Yeah, canning or Amazon picking it up. I mean, have you looked at Shopify's stocks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The last two years, mm-hmm. you know, we also like Chris and Anna, Jeremy and I talked about last night too. You know, many many a times, like the three of us, Anna have talked about like bosses versus leaders and the importance of serv- ser- importance of servant leadership and stuff like that. And I, I made the point to Jeremy, and it, it was more of a question. I said, I do wonder, we've, I wonder how effective in years to come we will be as supervisors, we will be as bosses, as leaders. <laughs> we've we want to sit here and say. Oh, well, we wouldn't do that, or oh, we wouldn't do this, or this is what we want. Yeah. But in another five to ten years, at the rate we're kind of going, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I don't know that we're going to be as optimistic as we once were. You know, you make a good point, and I, I think that part of what you're saying is very true. And, you know, it's, it's very easy to sit here and say, oh, well, you know, like, hey, like if we were in charge or when we're in charge, like this is how, this is how things are going to run. And I wonder if it's, you know, there's that side of it. And then there's like, hey, you know, you can want to do that. But knowing how to do that is the other thing. And if you don't know how to do that, you're not going to. But if you can find a group of people that know how to do that and know how to inspire leadership and change, you can't like that's very possible. You know what I mean? And but it's like those people could be have could have been had that same could have said that same statement where it's like, well, if I just find the right people, you know. Well, also, so, you know, whenever you're talking about something that's that big, mm-hmm. like you're talking about running cities or departments or whatever, and you're talking about it on a large scale, money comes into it, personnel yes. comes into it, yes. resources, you politics have to, comes into politics, it. politics, yes, and yes. Honestly, my personal opinion of why things got as bad as they got was because politics were brought into it. Yeah. Instead of the fundamental, these people are sick. We need to figure out how to treat them. We need to figure out how to stop this. Mm-hmm. Instead of everybody being on board and going, we're all on one lane and we're going the same direction. Yeah. They it turned, became political. It became political. Yeah. But I mean, that's just the well, fact you, of the you matter. Saw, you saw the the good old American spirit spirit come out too. You guys have to do this. <laughs> the fuck we do. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, know cause and, that's, what, that's, that's how our, the country was founded. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you I know, mean, and it's like to that, to that point, like you could have, you could have, you could have presented it as like, Hey, like, this is how you take care of each other. This is how you do your American duty and protect one another, you know, and not in a statement of you have to, I'm not yeah. saying that in, a, in well, I'm saying initially where it's you like, had Hey, people saying that, well, you had to protect me. Well, no, I don't. That's well, the thing. That's, so that's, and that's where we, so that's where we have to figure out how to get people to buy in mm-hmm. to do things. And it's it, it, for me, it comes back to transparency. Yeah. Nobody was transparent with anything. No. You had one side saying this. You had one side saying this. People were manipulating data to get the numbers they want. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that. You need to show it all. But you also have to do it in a way that people pay attention because attention spans attention spans are not even milliseconds anymore. Hey Chris, you're using common you're using common sense and I'm gonna need you to fucking stop. Okay. AKA he can't pay attention to yeah. it. Point point proven. Yeah. The millennial speaks. Yeah. But that that comes back to my point of how politics yeah. were allowed to get involved in this. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just think we need to protect each other as a society. We gotta yeah. work together. Yeah. So and just, that's you know to prove my point. Yeah. yeah. 
you know, and it's like, I think, you know, people in public service and EMS and, you know, fire and pretty much in that realm, like we understand that because that's what we do. You know what I mean? Like there's very much that, that thought process of, Hey, like I'm going to do what I can to protect the people that I care about, you know? And it's like, it, that's not a hard con, like that's an easy thing to relate to, you know? And it's whether it's, you know, hey, like if someone is, you know, if you're addressing the nation and it's like, hey, you got to protect your family. Well, by doing that, you're also protecting other people because if, you know, us as first responders, like, hey, if we protect each other, well, we're also protecting other people. Like that's the byproduct of us protecting each other, right. you know, so it's like you can do that in a way where you're addressing people as individuals and not being like, hey, like we need to protect everybody. Yeah. And follow you your know? own rules. If you're going to yeah. place a, a, ma- yes. a mask mandate in okay then you follow, follow your own shit yeah. and not let me catch you on social media yeah doing something you're not supposed to do or the news yeah, yeah. as yeah. We, we saw plenty of times with big time politicians mm-hmm. <laughs> gotta get my hair done <laughs> gotta go out to dinner with my friends yeah or mm-hmm. have a dinner party and nobody wears a mask mm-hmm. yeah or make me wear a mask walking five feet in a restaurant sit on there and take it off yeah because COVID only hangs out up here. Yeah. And if that's the case, I'm short enough to where it's not going to affect me anyway, so I should wear a goddamn mask anywhere. It's like, is it, yeah, is I got it the short of, joke in. Is it, Suck it. Is it, like, <laughs> is it like smoke where like the closer to the ground you are, like the safer, the safer you are? You are? Yeah, absolutely. All right. The COVID, All right. The COVID obviously, banking down. <laughs> obviously, that's not because I'm the tallest person in the room and I'm the only one that didn't get it. So it must hang so low it is to not the a height. Yeah, it's yeah. not a height so, thing. So it's only from 5'8 to 6 foot. That's <laughs> yeah. where you're going to get it. Yeah. Yep. I must yep. have jumped. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I sat in a tall chair. That's, that's what I'm, I'll probably set in a tall chair. You had your booster seat? I yeah. did. I did. <laughs> had the little seatbelt on it, too. <laughs> so you wouldn't fall out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's a fall from a height when I sit at the high top table. God. I'm short. I know it. I don't care. Nothing you can do about it now. No. No. Hey, maybe you can have them uh, add, add a few extra inches when they go into the That's what I was hoping was going to happen. Like, have like they a little. You can do a little. <laughs> I do a little, have a little limp for a little bit until I get down on things. Didn't happen. No. Bad wow. Doctors. Yeah. Well, and yes, I don't want to slam doctors, but. But one, I will they, if I have to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think there are some good doctors, but what we saw also was the silencing of one side and not the other. So when science comes out, even though you say, oh, it's a science fact, is it yet? It's been tested once. Or been yeah. tested twice. Yes. Well, you, you got to test there, it multiple there has times. To be, there has to be longevity. And there has to be, you have to be able to repeat that process. Yeah, yeah. multiple times. And yeah. the data could be skewed. And Well, it's just like the data you, that, you know, like red meat is bad for you. But they did like a study with like 20 people or like some really tiny number once. We yeah. fed red meat to five 400-pound people and they all <laughs> and died. And they died. <laughs> Don't eat the red yeah. meat, you know. Yeah. it's like Eggs are bad. Yeah. Eggs are good. Yeah. Milk's yeah. bad. Milk's good. Coffee Potatoes bad. are bad. Coffee is yeah, bad. Coffee. coffee is good. Yeah. We talk, yeah. We've talked about that. Yeah. You know, the confirmation bias. Yeah. I, I think yeah. for me, one of the biggest things, this just happened, I think, within the past month, was when the, the data for the Pfizer vaccine had to go through a court to come out, and they were pushing for it to be suppressed for 75 years. Yeah. And right. I was just like... The, they wanted the data. They wanted the trial data from the trials for the vaccine. To be suppressed. For 75 years. That's yeah. comforting. And that's when I was like, <laughs> something. Like, and I was just like, yeah. So here's the thing. Here's And here's 
my whole issue with all of that, whenever they came out with the vaccine and the government goes, we're indemnifying ourselves. You can't sue us. Oh, we're also going to indemnify all of these companies that are making the vaccine Mm -hmm. because it's an emergency. So if you die, you can't sue them. Tough titties. Yeah. Those damn tough titties. Sorry. No. Yeah. Like I said, for me, it was when they, like, I I did all the right things. I mean, a lot of us have done all the right things, but then they're like, well, when see, that, literally, I think a, that right there is part of the issue. When a federal judge had to basically <laughs> be like, no, it's coming out know. now. I was just like, 75, no. So when you, when you say things like, well, I've done the right thing, that divides, and <clears throat> that might be the right thing for you if you choose to get it or you choose not Fair. to. Fair. That doesn't yeah. mean somebody yeah. else is wrong. Yeah. Well, Jeremy and I argue basketball all the time, mm-hmm. and we both make valid points because we both watched the game for years. He played at a higher level, of course. Mm-hmm. I didn't make the high school team. I'm short. <laughs> but, higher higher hey. level because he's taller. You know what? I'm short. You know who else was short? Allen Iverson, and he did just Muggsy fine. Muggsy Bogues was short. He yeah. Just fine. And I know, I know that's way before your time. It's okay. I know who you're talking about. But so, but you know, watching the game for as long as we both have, we argue constantly about it yeah. and calls and plays yeah. and, and fa- what's a foul, what's not a foul, and where and what the rule book says. Yeah, he's not right, but he's not wrong. Yeah, I'm not right, but well, I'm not it's wrong. Like there's, it's just how we see it. There's no yeah. rule book for this situation. There's no, we're there's things that up as we go. Yeah, I mean, you can look it back at like the 19 um, the Spanish flu. You know what I mean? Like well, we had a third of the population of the world, though, so things are different. True. And things, you know, things aren't were, as dense. Things were different, but there there were a lot of similarities with, as far as the the very beginning of the pandemic and how it spread and things like that. Yeah, I mean, when but, you get a new virus, it's going to spread fast. Yeah, and worldwide because your immune system is not there. We don't know how it's going to react. We don't know what's going to work as far yeah. as medications go or how to stop it right away. That and the Spanish flu killed. Like, I mean, it killed so many people, like young people. You know what I mean? It so, did. yeah. So. But it was it's, also dirtier back then, too. That's true. Sanitation. I mean, all, Sanitation. all these are factors that people yeah. don't want to talk about. Yeah. You got to look at the picture as a whole. You know, that it was still bad. Don't get me wrong. And this is bad, too, or it was. And still kind of is because it still affects people. Yeah. But we're comparing apples and oranges. You know that scene we'll, in we'll uh, talk about The, the Hangover team. where Stu jumps in the back of the car? He's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> that's how it felt like <laughs> working in healthcare through this pandemic. So I'm glad you said that. I want to ask you guys a question because I had the, I will say it was a bit of a, a of a treat to not have to, like, once I got it, like, I was tapped out. It was like, all right, I'm tapping out. Someone's going to be, like, you, you guys are still in the ring. You guys are still fighting that fight. I want to know what it was like for you guys because I haven't been back on the ambulance since. So it's like, how was it for you guys going to work, doing, you know, doing the work every single day. When did you leave? When did you bow out? November 2020. Okay, Bless so you. you didn't, you didn't get to experience last summer then? No. <laughs> I, I mean, I've heard, uh, you know, and it's like, obviously you hear, you know, you hear the, it was, the, the, the stuff, but it's like. It was bad. We were so short, like just from a staffing perspective mm-hmm. of, you know, people getting it, being put off work and then. You know, so and, and then, then when the you're typical off, things that happen over the summer where it's like, hey, like there's something big going on and like, you know, or whatever. It, you know, yeah. People take a vacation. It was. Well, there wasn't too much of that. But <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was to put it mildly. It was a shit show. Um, I mean, call volumes and he's addressed this, you know, after 
what'd you say, Memorial Day we can Well, that was 20, 2020. Yeah. So the call volume you, started you remember, to... You remember I was March, working. Like, yeah. You remember March through May of 2020. Yes. Nobody called. Yes. If they called for a tow, net, like, tow pain, you would just say, hey, we can take you to the hospital, but you could die. And they'd be yeah. like, no, I'm good, fam. Yeah. And yeah. and then you remember Memorial, Memorial Day weekend when the riots on the plaza. Yes, and yes. And then that whole summer, it just yes, exploded. Yes, it exploded. Everything yeah. exploded because you had so many things so crossing. imagine yeah. that with less people. That's how oh, it's been. The, the call volume has not slowed down. Yeah. But our staffing has, has dropped. dropped. Just, yeah. yeah. We were, I mean. so many people off with, with COVID. Yeah. And I, and I think that's nationwide. Oh, it is. It's not yeah. exclusive to here. No. And also, I mean. Also, I'd even venture to say worldwide. Yeah. Well, and it's <clears> like you have hospitals play, paying hundreds of dollars an hour to get people to come in and work. Yeah. Well, and that, Over, You know so what I mean? So you know that was never a money thing to pay their staff. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was like, oh, you can pay, you can pay yeah. now, but. You can pay the, Person sitting next to me is making 150 bucks an hour, and I'm making 20. Yeah, and it was yeah. like we were screwed. I remember talking to one of our our second in charge chiefs about it because we were just like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, well, you could do what hospitals do. He's like, what's that? I said, give us more money. Give us more money. He's like, well, you just got to raise. I'm like, no, 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 no. Give us the holy shit, we're fucked mm-hmm. money. Yeah, pull that out. Yeah, yeah. It's like it, it's like we are on a global level of a pandemic and. I get it. Like, there's not a lot of people, but like, you have to take care of the people that show up. You like you well, have to take care so of here, those people. Here's the deal. I'm going to make the same point again since you didn't get to hear it last time. So the difference between the public sector and the private sector, which hospitals are private sector, they are for profit. They make money. But not all hospitals are, are, for, are for profit. Like, if yeah, they're like no, a, most county of, hospitals, teaching hospitals, right? I but, say, te- well, there's teaching hospitals that were shelling up the money yeah that's my only point but i, I yeah so, yeah please continue but so for a municipality yes to pay what would be equal to what those hospitals were paying for those nurses mm-hmm. if they tried to pay that for a fire department of let's say 1500 people mm-hmm. it's much different the money is just not there but it's funny because then it's like you have the argument of people making how much money on overtime every year yeah, you know what, you know what I mean? And cheaper, like, it's granted, I don't know enough people. about that, but it's like, it's but that's my... cheaper to pay people overtime than, than to pay is. for another person because you add that person's salary plus their health care plus the training mm-hmm. plus the retirement. Plus yeah. The... yeah, it's just cheaper to pay the okay. overtime. Yeah, uh, you it know, doesn't just, matter that they run so you into the fucking dirt and burn yeah. it out. You know, so what? it's like they're going to end up paying that money anyway because you know they're burning. Yeah, like people are just I'm I'm glad I'm glad you weren't working last summer. It uh. That we, makes two of us. We lost a lot of medics. Yeah. Um, every, every, all departments did. Um, 20 to 30 calls a day on your core ambulances. Um, it just, and it was it was weird. You would go from like somebody in respiratory failure with COVID mm-hmm. to somebody that was shot. Yeah. To somebody that had a headache. Yeah. And it was just like. Or that's like, hey, like, I want to get tested. Yeah, can I get a and you're like, test? And, and, and you got to the point like. You you didn't mean to, but it was kind of like, no, fuck you. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. And like, hey, we need. and But and what was frustrating is in like management would come out and be like, hey, we're still professionals. Be nice. And then you're like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> fuck you and fuck you. It was. it, mm-hmm. But it bu- it did build camaraderie. Um, yeah. Which I think you'll kind of notice because there's a lot of us that were just like, hey, fuck everybody. We're in this on our own. Yeah. We'll see you on the other side. Yeah. It, I mean, and it's, it's you know, it's like, 
this is something that history will look back on just like the Spanish flu. It's like, hey, it's like, you know, this is something that we all went through together and we survived. Because it's like when we came into this, like nobody knew. Nobody knew what it was going to be. And it's like <clears throat> two weeks to flatten the curve. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so it's like there, you know, and I, I think that's what's important is like if we can come out of this with like some sense of camaraderie, you know, whether it's the, you know, people that were in the field or whatever, it's like there has to be something that comes out of this that we can carry There's on. There's definitely be lessons. It's going to take us a while to learn those lessons and figure out what they were. Yeah. And how to how to apply them, how to apply it, and how to make going into the future better. I think the biggest one was treat your employees well. Yeah. Or or it's like, hey, like, let's have enough PPE, maybe like, if something goes down. Granted, this was like a total, you know, maybe not even out of, out of left field, because it's like, there were people months before saying, hey, like, it's coming, you know, but it's like... You know, that's I, what... I might keep, I'll probably you know, keep wearing a mask on a call just because I'm tired of smelling your shitty house. <laughs> I, I don't know. I Can you... Can you is it, I think it's funny when you look back at how many times you, like, didn't wear a mask on calls before, that you're like, oh, that's fine. You know, you got someone with, like, you know, pneumonia TV. or the flu, you know, what, you know, whatever, where you're like, they're just hacking along and you're just like, yeah, whatever. You're just sitting behind them. Just, you know, they cough in your face. And you're like, you're like, they're like, Oh, that's another one today. You know? Yeah. And you just <laughs> okay, go man, about your day. Your mouth. Yeah. You know, and now it's like, you know, hopefully hygiene gets better. I hope so too. Take a shower. Yeah. Or like I had a, I had a patient that, uh, he was riding one of those, uh, those bird scooters and he like faced, he, Face uh face planted into the curb, you know, and, and he didn't mean to. We're moving him over to the to the hospital bed from the stretcher and he turns and he just coughs right in my face. Like he's his face is just covered in blood. So I get blood in my eyes and everything like that. And this nurse is like, You weren't wearing your safety glasses? And I'm like, I'm sorry, when was the last time you wore your safety glasses? Like What are this, safety glasses? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I'm like, I'm not welding. Like I what Bitch, like please. <laughs> I, I had a pair and I wore them on a call and then and then they, again. yeah, you know, and so then to go from that, you know, to it's like, you know, like I remember the first time I put the Tyvek suit on, you know, it's for like our first possible COVID, and I'm just like, what the hell is going on, you know? And, and then insta sweat, yeah. Oh my, it, yeah. <laughs> it was rest, like, and the rest of your crew is just staring at you as you walk down the dark tunnel, which is the front door of the house. Yeah, they all yep. give you the thumbs up, like good luck. No, we're here if you need anything. <laughs> thankfully, this this person, well, not thankfully, but they were unconscious, so I was like. Guess what, guys? We're going in, going in together. <laughs> yeah, it was I a bonding it. experience. <laughs> I had a patient that laid their motorcycle over, no helmet, nothing, mm-hmm. and essentially, like, Just. road rash the whole side of their face off. And I brought them into the hospital, and they're like, "Where's their mask?" I said, "Where's their fucking face?" <laughs> You're like, he doesn't have a face yeah. right now. I think that's the least of his. Concern. <laughs> the nurse just like looked at, at like, a patient. Hey. Yeah. they need a mask. I'm like, are are, are you serious? Yeah. I'm like they they need they need a mask. Mm-hmm. Hey, can you put a mask? Oh, they're unconscious, yeah. and I'm breathing for them. Yeah, Get the fuck out of my way. Yeah, that's like that's I like mean, the, my, the certain, my patience was short with people too. Yeah, mm-hmm. the certain hospitals like that. Yeah. Certain hospital yeah. on that side of the state line that's like, I'm bringing you a cardiac arrest. Copy. What's their GCS? I'm not answering. You. Yeah, it's like go <laughs> yeah. go not back answering. to school and you tell me. <laughs> yeah, I've done that. Yeah. Once I get my report on a trauma, I drop the radio. That's the end of it. Yeah. Or like I, I had a patient. Medic, medic, medic. That's all I hear. I'm like, hey, you want to answer? I'm like, does it look like I want to answer, guys? Yeah. yeah. I told them what they needed. Good, fair point. Okay, yeah. keep working. I, I gave you my report. If you want to listen, that's up to you. Um, you know, or I had You're asking that. me questions I already answered. Yeah. Maybe you should have paid attention. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or I had that. I was telling you about that patient I had. It was it was actually the same patient, my first COVID patient, and they were getting ready to innovate in the, in the little COVID 
room. And, of course, nobody's ready. Mm-hmm. Like, none of the staff is ready. They're still trying to get, like, gloves on. Like, they've never put gloves on before. And i am got my, you know, the whole suit on. And, you know, this nurse is on the outside, like, you need a face mask. And I'm like, like a face shield because they're innovating. And I'm like, why don't you either, one, get in here and do your job, or two, get me one because I'm helping you out. Like, I've been here for 35 minutes after already being on this call with this patient for an hour. Like, I think I'm past the face shield part. Yeah, I, I think we're pretty much established that if I'm getting it from this lady, I'm getting it. Like, and I have like two masks on, my safety glasses on, I got the little hood on. I'm like, you you don't even know it's me. Like, they're like, who's that weird lady in the balloon suit? <laughs> like, does she even work here? You know, so it's like, but somebody saw a cockroach on three. <laughs> That's a Ghostbusters reference, by the way. I know. I was just thinking about the cockroach I saw (laughs) earlier this week. An hour and 22 minutes before the first movie reference. No, we had some way before. From the first good movie reference. I did watch the new Ghostbusters, by the way. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. Dynamite. Wait, the new, not the girl one, the new new one? (laughs) Yeah, I saw that one, too. It was dynamite, too. Chris Hemsworth dancing? Come on. It was the other kind of dynamite. Oh, this the, one was but the new amazing. One, the new one's good? Yes. Sweet. That's good news. I'm not going to give you spoilers. Okay. But I do like I, Paul Rudd. But it was visible the entire time. <laughs> All right, shut up. I'm watching it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> now i got to watch it tonight. I loved it, man. I, I'm gonna, I'll watch it a few times. Okay. Congratulations. Good job. Mm-hmm. We're so proud of you. Yeah. Yay. Round so of applause. Proud of Round you. Of applause. So proud. Emotional <laughs> damage. <laughs> For you guys, not me. I love the movie. I'm going to watch it again. So speaking of that, I kind of want to bring it back to that. How did you kind of... <laughs> that was a really nice like turnaround. Yeah. That was awesome. How bring you... it around. Town. <laughs> bring it's... it around. That's the, Those are the good quotes. Thank you. Is he going to spend you right round? You don't even know. You don't even know. You should hear her phone. Did we just make a a movie (laughs) reference and an 80s song reference in like the same two sentences? Yeah. Flowed right into it. Not bad. And they're both from the 80s. Not bad. Yeah. I I applaud you. I applaud both of you. All three of you. Good job. Jim, when when were you born? 1994. Really? No, I was born in 90. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, I was like, there's no way. So anyway, what brings me to my question, yes. I wanted to bring it back to, was how did you eventually, because you seem like you're pretty well adjusted, like, ex- now, accepting yes. now. <laughs> so what was the, like, how did you get to that spot? What did you do? Um, Honestly, it was getting the pacemaker. That was like my number one. Because it was like, okay, now I know that if I do get close to dying, I probably won't or shouldn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that, that was probably my biggest thing. And honestly, it's just like talking. I've talked about it so much to just because it's like my life has just been doctor's appointments. You know, can work conditioning and, um, you know, seeing a cardiologist and seeing a doctor, you know, just it's like my week is just always appointments. And so I've got to talk about it a lot, which has, I think, helped me process it a lot. And um, I have a wonderful therapist who is just, I mean, I've been with him since even before COVID. And, um, you know, so having having just a, an incredible support system and 
people that just understand, you know, I, I was kind of worried because, you know, you, like I, my mom has, has a, um, a long-term medical condition where a lot of the, the, the things that she experiences are not very visible or they're not very, um, you can't collect the data, you know what I mean? And, Mm -hmm. and so I've seen the life that she lives and, you know, people just, they get it for a while and then they just kind of stop, you know, they're just like, "Hmm, okay, you know? And so for this, it was, it, you know, it it wasn't a relief, but it was like, okay, like, I know I'm not crazy. Like I have a pacemaker, I'm 30 years old and I'm I'm getting a pacemaker, you know? And so that was a a kind of a, a big thing for me to stand on and just be like, you know what? Like, you know, it's not in my head because for the longest time it just felt like it was in my head because no one could tell me what was wrong. No one could quantify any data for me. And and now it's like, you know, I, I, I do have that. Um, and I have really, you know, as, as terrible providers I've had, I've had ones that are just as amazing. Um, and that support system has been, has I mean it's funny like I I see a, a speech pathologist for for my breathing problems and and I call her my second therapist because she has you know helped me address so many things probably beyond her scope you know what I mean and so it's like it's having those providers that that go the extra mile and you you know it's like I've been seeing a lot of these providers for over a year you know so it's like you just kind you know it's kind of like your own little weird fucked up family you know and it's like walking into work conditioning you know everybody everybody knows who you are mm-hmm. yeah. you know because you've been working it's with like, them for so long there's a place like that where everyone knows your name <laughs> mm-hmm. 80s references are going to continue they, uh, you know what i appreciate it yeah. i really do i'm i thank you for bringing that one to you're, the table you're, you're welcome <laughs> so. is that 80s Yes. Yeah. Well, was yes. it before? You, or is it pre- yeah. no. no, it was 80s. 80s. It started in the 80s. Early 80s? Yeah, early okay. 80s, but it, it was early 80s. 80s. It wasn't late. Okay. It was like, what, okay. 84? I think when it started. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to look it up. Uh, well, use your I got, Google machine. I got it. Yeah. I got IMDb on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> 1982. Yep. All right. Okay. Early eighties. I, cool. I was thinking. I was thinking. It's yeah. Like well, I You got to remember, you got some bleed over from the seventies into the early eighties. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. I, mean, I still had short shorts and knee high socks on in the eighties. <laughs> yes. I got pictures and tank tops. Can you bring them? No. <laughs> Actually, I don't have. My mom has them. Oh, and I'm gonna. No. I'm gonna be calling your mom. No. I kind of want to see those pictures too. I know. I say you can't. You can't talk about it in the this not. not sound, deliver. sound like retirement party we'll, we'll pictures. Post That's them what that the, sounds uh, like. Facebook page. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Throwback Thursdays when James gets out of Facebook jail. Yeah. When I get. Oh, Facebook. are you in Facebook jail for the dumbest shit that what I've ever seen? What did you seen. do? It was political. Oh. It wasn't. No, 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 no. What did you do? Well, Can you talk about this, it? Well, this was my third strike. Oh. I'll tell you. Out. Here's how. Here's how dumb it is. Okay. I shared a picture of a shark caught in a power line from a hurricane. And then what? apparently it was a false image, so I was warned for sharing a false so image. So you shared a picture from, from Sharknado. Sharknado. Yeah. And then they said, this is false image. Well, it was like a baby shark. Fact checkers. It was a baby shark. They're like, shark. this is going to mislead the American public. So the you need sec- to be... Yeah. Chances are it would, because I've seen the American... Yeah. <laughs> the second one... Yeah. The second one was... <laughs> Sorry, guys. When, just a joke. Just when relax. our historical society <laughs> was doing laugh. our whiskey <laughs> raffle. Yeah. So our historical society was doing our whiskey raffle, so I made a, pay, a post like, hey, sign for the whiskey raffle again. Come on down. You know, Let me know if you want to buy a ticket. 
I was then banned for sales of unauthorized substances. And I was like, wow. Who, who, did, you, unauthorized who did you piss off? And then on this most recent one, this chick like was taking these screenshots of all the messages from guys. She gets like, hey, cutie, what's up? Like, hey, girl, want to get a drink sometime? And so just to tell them to fuck off, she'll just send them like a Facebook pay request. So she'll be like fifty dollars to for drink with cutie or something like that. Like just fucking with them, right? <laughs> it's funny. And there's like literally fifty pictures of her doing it. And so I shared it because it was funny. Yeah. And the post is still up, and other people are sharing it. But you got in trouble for it. But I got in trouble for it. Yeah. <laughs> that. Uh... Which brings us to you know Joey made a point the other day, which I was going to talk about with you guys. Um, he said that our Facebook page, like he like wasn't getting notifications from whenever we were posting stuff and whenever he searched it, he couldn't find it. And then he could. So it's like a shadow ban type thing. <laughs> now that was like two, three weeks ago. So that was before all of that happened. We must have so we must have said something conservative. <laughs> Apparently <laughs> spreading that disinformation called logic. Don't question anything. Yeah. Shut up. Just Trust take everybody. It, Trust take everybody. It as it is. Yeah. You yes. ask no questions. Exactly. Let's hide it for 70. Get your 17th booster. These Let's are not hide the it for 75 for. years. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I shit when I like read that article. <laughs> and like I was just like, Or were you what? shitting when you read it already? Both. What article are we talking about? I was I was reading a message from my son. It was it was a it was an AP article and it was basically some like federal judge overruled something like basically it was coming out and Pfizer was like suing to block it and they wanted it not released for 75 years and some federal judge was like no it's coming out (laughs) you can't just hide your data yeah (laughs) yeah you can't hide that yeah you can't make an informed decision if you have no information yeah or like 10% of it yeah again it goes back to my transparency thing yeah yeah or they give you the information they want you to know and not the mm-hmm. full story where it's like, hey, like, I'm an adult. I can make this decision on my own. You just tell me the data and yeah. I'll, well, I'll, the I'll I, decide what I want to do. You see people in charge and they think that, and I know I made the joke, but they <laughs> think the American they, public is. They think they're stupid. And, and yeah. honestly, they're not. Now, people just have different beliefs. Yeah. And that's not a problem. That's not an issue. That's what makes the country amazing. But you've got to release all the information. That way we can read it. And then yes. make a decision. Well, and that's whenever the these so-called news organizations need to be held accountable for yes putting their bias and slant. Hey, are you trying to articles. get us fucking kicked off of YouTube right now? Because this is how you get us <clears throat> kicked off YouTube. Um, I don't <laughs> think we're big enough to be canceled, so yeah. I think we're fine. Like in five years, whenever it's the hashtag whatever movement, and they go back and dig up this old episode and that we said something controversial. Oh. Then, mm-hmm. yeah, and then we'll apologize and say we didn't know. It'll be, it'll be this episode. It'll yeah. Be this oh, episode. yeah. In the I'm first, not, it's I'm always the lesbian. In the it's first, always the lesbian. In the first, it comes back to like lesbian says something in microphone and like everyone <laughs> yeah. freaks out. In the first thirty seconds of this episode, <laughs> we were talking about guns and lesbians. <laughs> hey, that's just a good time. I and mean, I was just like, did we talk I, about guns? Yeah, I started it. When we were talking about the Call of Duty guns. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I was like, those we are fake talk guns. We can talk guns. about real guns. Yeah. Yeah. And I was literally like, so, I couldn't anyway, pick the worst time. Back to me trying to get us banned. She grew up in Nebraska. I, you know she shot guns. 
I did I did a trap shooting in high school. There you go. They yeah. threw up pieces of corn. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, that, thank you, thank that you. That was yep. That was And that's solid. where corn husking comes nope. from. Yep. <laughs> actually, actually, did you guys know do you, does anyone you can't answer this, I think you know. Do you know what the corn huskers original name was prior to being corn huskers? Corn truckers? The bug eaters. <laughs> okay. Why? I why that's a good, I thought Cornhuskers was like yeah, you know, I was like, oh not my favorite. Then someone's like but that one makes sense. The corn husking? Yeah. 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 It's not intimidating. Yeah. And it's and I like, love corn. Yeah, so corn is great. Go Nebraska. Yeah. Go corn. <laughs> 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 I think our I think our, our mascot should just be corn. It should it, just be like it is corn. No, no, no. Like <laughs> not, not it's a guy in a corn outfit. Not Herbie Husker. It should just be our, it should just be the Nebraska corn. corn. <laughs> His name's got to so, start with an H. But Herbie Husker. Oh my God. Herbie Does he go around going beep beep? No. They. <laughs> Apparently, yes. apparently, <laughs> you want to get you want to you want to get controversial. <laughs> so apparently, they had to change the Herbie uh, Husker logo because he's doing the this, and now you cannot do that because it is affiliated. Oh, making the with, OK symbol. Yes. Yeah. So they had to change it. Stop the fucking planet. Let me off. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. Let so, me off. but that brings me back to my point about the these media companies. They need to be held accountable for spreading misinformation Mm -hmm. because they all do it whether it's fox cnn msnbc whatever they all have their agenda and personal bias and slant of the information that they want to put out that pushes their narrative Mm -hmm. and for the average american person you know you you have to sift through so much to find Mm -hmm. out what's the truth and and to the to the point where you just like I, I don't, don't care fucking, anymore. Yeah, I don't know, and I don't care. <laughs> well, it's not I want to live my life. Yeah. It's not even the media either. I mean, that's that's a huge part of it. But then you look at the, the federal Congress oh all, as a whole. Yeah. Oh hey, here's a, here's a 1,200-page bill. We vote tomorrow at 8 a.m., and here it is, midnight. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or 11 p.m. the night before. Really? Mm-hmm. You can't read it. You can't go through it, and they put so much shit in there. Well, the but way it's highlight written. this little part that they want to pass. Yep. And like, well, they, these people hate whatever. Insert yeah. insert whatever you want. They hate orphans. Mm-hmm. Be, but, you know, at the bottom of that bill was $100 billion for my next car. Yep. Shit like that. I, yeah. I know it's an exaggeration, but. You're call, you mean you're, you're pretty close on yeah. that, though. It's called yeah. pork barrel spending. Yeah. So. It's what they do to and all the okay. bills in Congress. Yeah. Well, what gets me is like, you know, you'll have you'll have something that gets passed through, you know, one, one side of the house. It's not, it's not fully been, you know, and someone will tweet, Oh, like, you know, this state passes bill that says blah, 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 blah. You know, and everyone gets in a huffy puff and then you read it and it's like, no, they didn't. It's like, it was passed on one side, but it's not a, it's not passed into law, you know? And so it's like, I get like, she's talking about Florida. No, actually (laughs) I was not, I was talking about Missouri. (laughs) I was talking about Missouri, but so I do, I do want to get your guys' opinion on that. So mostly in the sense of, I don't care that it's about LGBT. My problem is how is that not infringing upon your freedom of speech? So they could have said, so what is the, what's the bill? So the bill, I haven't actually read the bill. So, So, but the, (laughs) have you read the bill? Parts of it. So the part that everybody's mad about is they're saying that you can't teach about 
people teachers, being gay, essentially. Teachers but can't discuss LGBTQ. And, and, their, and their own sexuality. Yes. And st- students. Which, it's not just about being gay. It's straight, too. Well, yeah, is this a, exactly. Well, is this one so of those fucking anti-grooming ones? No, it's, no, it's saying it's, it's saying you can't sit down with kids from a kindergarten to, to third, third or fourth grade. grade, and you can't teach them about people's sexuality or your own. It doesn't matter what your sexuality is. Yeah. And personally, no offense to teachers, it's none of your fucking business. That's a home discussion for parents. It's not your job to teach my kids about somebody's sexuality. That's my job as a parent, and when I'm ready, to, just like the sex talk. We all had it when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had health class, but before health class started, letters got sent on mom, to moms and dads and said, hey, this is what we're getting ready to teach. You might want to give your kids a heads up and still don't have the talk. Yeah. You know the funny thing about- That's where you started. In my school, we did the- It was a fifth grade. They do like the videos. Benzinger? Is, is and, that what uh, you guys called it? No, I don't remember, but it was- like they sent, they make you watch it. They divide up the guys and the girls. Yep. And there, my class only had fifty-five people, in it, and there was one girl that her parents were like, "She will not be watching that." <laughs> pregnant her senior year of high school. Oh, <laughs> she should have watched it. It's <laughs> like ah, this is great. <laughs> Just full circle. I mean, I think health class is important. It's definitely important to teach teach things yeah. in a controlled environment. Yeah. But I, at the same time. It's got to be taught the right way. I don't know. Anna, it, just wasn't, it just straight up wasn't no in my bias. curriculum. Well, so, I'm and so here's, about here's this. the question, though. It's like, what if the topic was about bananas? Like, let's just pick something that's not LGBT related. Does it concern you that they're saying – now, religion is a different thing because of the whole, you know, hey, if it's public State school. Verse, yeah. yeah. But it's like, what makes them think they can – if it's not something that is outwardly like, hey, we're going to talk about murder, you know, and even then it's like, I don't know. But you know what I mean? It's like, where, how, how do they draw that line? Because it's like, okay, you start with kindergarten through third grade. Okay. What's, what's going to stop them from being, hey, you know, fourth through eighth grade, you know, high school, whatever, you know, whatever the, the thing is. It's like, how is that not an infringement upon? So here's my question. Is this really a problem? Do we have teachers teaching sexuality to third graders? You know, I don't know. That's that was I my think thing. It's it was a minority, just never, never like, in my like curriculum. A small, small yeah, percentage. Not, nor was it in mine. And that, and also too, like, I mean, is there a point? To, is there even a point to teach it before puberty? Well, it's like I don't. It's like is the bill about keeping them from teaching it, or is it like, hey, if it happens to come up in a discussion, like let's say you're talking about something in. History, uh, history, I, yeah, yeah, history, history. You know, and it's there's like no and it history comes up. There's no history class a third grader should have that sexuality should come up in. Well, no, you're, you're, no, le- but, you're learning basic, but it's like, but history. but like you said, being straight is still sexuality. So yeah. what's well, to stop but, a child from being like, oh, well, like I have a sister or a cousin who you know is gay or whatever. Well, like, then you, you know can't what I mean? Control what the kid says, but you gotta you gotta Guide steer it. around it. Yeah. You know, you got you got to avoid that because just and that's the way the the, the bill's written. But you don't want to push whatever. So <laughs> I'm trying to be careful. <laughs> no, you're so, good. You're good. So you don't yeah. want you don't want to have a teacher who's gay or non-binary or whatever they identify as pushing that belief on kids or straight. You can include being I'm, straight. I'm in there. getting there. Yeah. That was the other side <laughs> because that's been the norm for so long and it's yeah. changing now. When we're in uncharted waters yeah so just like somebody a gay couple or whatever 
they are they identify as doesn't want a straight narrative being pushed on their kids either. Mm-hmm. Not one's right, not one's wrong. So here's how we defeat it: is you don't fucking talk about that with little kids who are see, impressionable here's, and let them be fucking kids. Here's the big one though that that glares for me that I think you need to address. How do you tell first grade Timmy not to make fun of first grade Johnny because he has two dads? How do you say that's normal if you can't talk about if it? If you can't talk about it. How about yes. this? How about first grade Johnny doesn't make fun of first grade Timmy? Period. But well, that'd be great if kids weren't if little ki- fucking ass. Okay. <laughs> but that go- that goes back to the whole bullying thing. Cuz now you're making fun of it, making him feel bad for whatever reason and everything's anti-bullying. And the schools don't fucking do anything about it. How do you preach? They accept- say they do. How do you preach? But they don't do shit. How do you preach acceptance without teaching understanding? And, and or, or teaching what's normal? Yeah, and so yeah. that's where I like, see what do I so think, what's normal? Do I think we need to? Do I think we need what's to normal? Fr- normal can so now see n- now what? normal. So that and that's so the thing is like how about accept everybody for who they are? Exactly. So, so being that's a the same dick. thing. That's the same so, thing. So it's like period. hey, you know. here's my perspective or my. The thing that I'm kind of struggling with right now, this seems like something that is government overreach. Yes. Like, Th- that's it's m- something that shouldn't be legislated. Where it's like, yeah, it's like, is it, was it that big of a problem that you had just slews of teachers speaking about, you know, like, did the topic come up that much that they felt the need that instead of just issuing a memo or like some kind of, you know, hey, like, we're going to have a little chit chat, you know, it's like they went as far as to put into legislation that it is a law that you cannot talk about it in a classroom in those parameters. Yeah. That's what is like, it, really? And it seems like there's more and more laws like that mm-hmm. that are getting pushed to the forefront. Yes. And well, are they going to force the laws anyway? We don't enforce ones we have now. Well, but that's my point. It's like, okay, if we accept this one, then we're going to accept the next one and the next one. And it's that It's going to be crossing that border. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, we're already really far down the road of federal government overreach. Yeah. I mean, we're so far down. Mm -hmm. A lot of freedoms that we used to have, we don't have anymore. Mm -hmm. Or they're heavily legislated. Yeah. And the reason I ask is because not... I'm not putting you guys in in a certain category, but you guys talk a lot about being, you know, you don't want the government telling you to wear a mask. Not you and I haven't talked about it as much, but Mm. you and I have talked about it a (laughs) lot, you know? So it's like, how do things like that, you know, do you see that in the same light where it's like, Hey, like, don't tell me what to talk about, you know, but I get what you're saying. Like, don't, don't, don't teach my children things that I will teach them. You teach them. I I think you can teach facts, you know, what, what gay is or, and, the different types, what non-binary is, what straight is, mm-hmm. as a fact, not as what your opinion is or anything like that. I'm, I'm okay when you when you deal in facts. School should be about education, so learn, learning your math, writing. <laughs> Science. <laughs> Science. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, so, social studies, geography, that kind of stuff. Yeah. How to, fill, how to fill out a job application. I think that should be taught. How to balance a checkbook. What a check is. But I mean, how many kids don't know what a damn check is anymore? But let's go back to the the, the, count the back bill, change. the bill in hand, which is K through three. Like, it's pretty fucking simple. Hi, kids. This is a boy. This is a girl. Boys and girls make babies together. 
Sometimes boys also love boys. Sometimes girls also love girls. See, and I they can't I, make I babies, totally but they can still adopt them. They're still now, happy. Now you're, now, you're, now you're excluding the non-binary. <laughs> I, I totally and disagree. That's, that's else, fourth so. grade. <laughs> that's fourth grade. How, wherever that's, else you that's go. Where you get, yeah, that's, so, that's fourth grade I, level. I totally disagree. I just don't think kids that age, I don't think it should come up. I don't think that most of them understand. Yeah, they don't, they don't have the awareness in their brain. So, again, teach them not to bully. For but, the most part. But, see, that's pr- it s- only takes one bad set of parents. <laughs> I mean, only ta- I, I only, the only reason I say that is because it's like, I mean, very early on, like, I was four. I was four years old when I knew that something was, I didn't know, I, didn't, I wasn't like, I'm a lesbian, you know. It wasn't like yeah. I grew my, you know, I didn't get, like, my, my, my letter in the mail, like Hogwarts, you know. It was like, <laughs> that would make you've it so been much chosen. Easier, wouldn't it? <laughs> it, would, it would have saved me a lot of trouble, God. <laughs> You know what I mean? So it's like there, there. I think there can be some underlying concept of, you know, hey, you know, and and maybe it's just coming from a sense of like it would have been nice to live in a world where it was like I don't need that preached to me, but just knowing that like it's an option that is an option. I don't need to know what it is. I just to hear the word, just even the word, like just knowing that there's something other than, other than straight, other than heterosexual. But see, at four years old, you shouldn't know what that is anyway. But you know something's different. You just know. Honestly, you should just know you're a kid. <laughs> so what What did you see on TV? Oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? But like, but kids pick up on that because it's like. They, they do. You know and what I'm I mean? Not, it's, it's like. I'm not I'm, saying that's a bad thing. I remember being a kid, you know, and it's like, you know, all the girls on the block would be like, oh, my God, like, Tom is so cute, you know. And I'm just like, you know, over and over and over again, it was like. I don't think Tom's cute, but I think Katie's cute, you know, or it's like, like, like very minute things like that. Like where it's not, it's not, it's not overreachingly obvious. It's not something that's like, Hey kids, today we're going to talk about sexuality. And I go, Oh, that's me. It's just those little, inter- those little yeah, interactions. And I, and I get that. And there's no good answer. Yeah. And there's no good way to do it. Yeah. But, but I do think that it needs to start at home. Absolutely. And I, and I think the next generation that's going to be starting to have kids is more open to that conversation than what even our generation but would have been here's the thing here's the thing Nelson. you gotta remember too the government shouldn't we just can't say can't we just, we'll say shouldn't tell you when to teach your kids things so you have to understand that sometimes there are ignorant and or arrogant parents out there that I, when I they go that. home and they're like hey dad um anna has two ma two moms i don't get it oh she's a fucking lesbian you know that sometimes those Carpet monsters, blah 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 blah, <laughs> and you spewing ignorance. You can. That's yell what that. he knows. No, no he's making a valid. Point. That I mean, that's what he knows. <laughs> Choose and your so, vocabulary better, please. And so when that kid comes back into school and is like, "My dad said," like, where does, and the, then, where and does then, the education of but that see, kid that's begin? When, that's when the, the parents are going to have to be called in because now you're stepping into the bullying area. And what what you're saying? So then, and okay. how many how how long have we had the anti bullying stuff going on? Mm-hmm. Yet we still have kids younger, still younger have killing it. themselves. But yeah, and you have schools that don't do anything about it because when I experienced it, and it got to the point, I'm like, punch him in the face. Well, get in trouble? No, you won't. Punch him in the face. Yeah, because we followed the rules. Hit him because that's the point we're at. Yeah, you can only take it for so long. Just like when we were all younger, and it got it came to the point where all right. I'm going to break your nose. Yeah. And what happened? They stopped picking on you. That's the point you get to. 
Then you have to go defend your kid, <laughs> which is a pain. But I'm like, he's not wrong. You're wrong. He he did that. You know, you laid it out. You left with the last option. Same thing here. So, kid comes back to school. My parents said, whatever, whether it's on on either side, it's fucking wrong. School needs to take the proper steps to correct it, and that me that includes contacting the parents and having that sit down meeting. Nelson, think about how hard it is to discipline adults these days. <laughs> What makes you think it's going to be any easier mm-hmm. to discipline kids? I hate to say well, it, but it's true. And not to take, f- take the TV, or take the computer away, and the iPad, yeah. that shit. It's actually probably easier now than it was when we were kids. Hey, guess what you're going to do? You're going to go out on the driveway and play basketball. Yeah. yeah. I actually have a basketball <laughs> hoop in my, at my driveway if you guys want to come play some b-ball outside of the school. Can you play, though? <laughs> yeah, I can shoot hoops. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. That's part of my. Can you take an elbow regimen. to the chest right now? No, <laughs> no, I will drop to the floor. Absolutely, but like not not to veer from the child conversation. I was kind of more, kind of like what you were hitting on with like just like the government overreach was was my concern. It's not like and yeah. that is about like that. I worry about that too. Don't get whole, me wrong. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm for the bill. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm against the bill, but I think it starts at home, and parents need to step up and be fucking parents like they were back in the day. I took plenty of ass whoopings because I was a dick as a child. Was D- still. I was worse. Still are. Well, it, that brings me to the point that I made yesterday. Of you know, you have parents who were not, who are now parents that weren't raised that way. So, how can you expect them to raise a kid right whenever they weren't raised right? Yeah. So not again. I, th- I think when you, like when you get older and into junior high or middle school, whatever you want to call it, and even in high school, you're able to have those more of those open conversations. Mm-hmm. And like I said, this generation that's coming up is seems more open to it than what even we were in high school. Because, yeah. yeah, there was kids you knew were probably gay. And you made the jokes, and but you didn't understand because it was so new still. Yeah. And, we, and there was mistakes were made. And we're going to keep making those mistakes might be different it's never going to stop you're going to keep learning and keep growing one of the saddest things for me was after my senior class graduated there were five kids in our high school that came out and after high school no or during during after my class graduated oh. and i remember joking with one of them because i was friends with all of them and they're like dude your class was fucking dicks we didn't feel comfortable till your class left and that was like Fuck. Like, that was yeah. the biggest, one of the biggest shell shocks I've ever had. And well, I was, and I was just you, like. you don't realize it. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it's like I grew up with my brother saying things that, like, you can't say to someone that, is, you can't shouldn't say it in general, but, like, you probably shouldn't say it around someone that's gay. You know what I mean? And it's like, but, like, I, I've said that word, like, as a kid because, it's like, that's what you, like, that's, that's what you grew up doing, you know? And then as you get older, kind of like you said, like you learn and you go, okay, like, Hey, like that's not acceptable, you know? But it's like, I don't think, I mean, at the time it's like, you're not saying it because you have the intention of being hurtful in that regard. You're just, it goes back to ignorance. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, you know, so that is frustrating though. It took a weird left turn at Albuquerque. Uh huh. (laughs) But, so on you that know, note, though, but it, <laughs> on that note, on a on a different episode though, I think we could easily relate it back to again, like the bullying, and like not everyone was as clear cut. I'm gay. I've had a decent experience for the most part as you have been. 
Oh yes, yeah, and I I can tell you that um I of the of the women that I have dated, I am one of very few that had a very um like very normal and like healthy experience with my my coming out like from childhood to into adulthood. Like almost everyone I've dated has been ostracized by their family and in I, some way or another. I would hope we're seeing less of that you know, today than what we did. Yeah, you know, ten years ago. Yeah. Where again, it's it's more accepted accepted now. Yeah, and things have changed. And, and do we take a step back every now and then? Yeah, we do, and we're going to. Yeah, just like with everything. But I think we're still moving in the right direction. It's just going to take time to get there. Mm-hmm. Don't be a fucking asshole. Yeah, that's the problem. That's the solution for everything. Chris, what's your favorite thing? Is don't be a Richard. Yeah. Don't oh, be a dick. Right. Yeah. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Be kind- nice. Kindness goes yeah. a long Patrick way. Patrick Swayze said it best. Be nice. Yeah. And on that note, <laughs> which is the best. But wait, there's more. <laughs> We're actually going to talk for two more hours. Uh, <laughs> no, we got the uh, wrap it up sign. Yes. Yeah, that was a very aggressive. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, it's time. Because I almost gave done. one of these. Like, listen. hey, we're having a conversation here, and this is we're going places. I didn't want any of us to drive home in 60 mile an hour winds. Oh, is it that bad yeah. out right now? Oh. Oh, so you're welcome. Shit. All right. I was trying to keep it low key, but since you want to <laughs> fucking expose me over here, I think you should come out in front of the camera and do it. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, because you were like, yeah, do it. <laughs> well, I texted you fuckers, but you won't look at your phone. So. Oh, did you? I, you yeah. did not text me. You oh, I should have fucked it. We are 68 episodes in, and he can't figure out that I'm not looking at my fucking phone while we're doing a podcast because I care about what our guest is saying, and I'm here, and I'm invested, and I'm interacting with them. I'm not playing you know, on you my fucking phone. You know how many conversations phone. her and I have had while healing from injuries? Mm-hmm. We've really bonded, unfortunately. I, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> I, I do, too. I, I'm like, I don't know what he's going to do, you know, when he goes back. But I'm also like, when are you going back? But mostly, when please don't go back. <laughs> that's what my wife says. That's, exactly, that's what she says verbatim. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you need to go back to work? Well, no, I don't want you to go back to work. Yeah, can you, but can you, uh, no, I don't know. Can you just, I don't know. Don't touch me. I want a hug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> women. I'm gonna go sit down. Oh. Fucking women. <laughs> I got a headache. <laughs> so, but if I, Anna's. I tell you what, she's kind of made you think about things like the COVID thing, and then, of course, being gay, because <laughs> you're able to have those an open conversation, and 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 you you actually learn a lot more. Well, it Which goes back thing. to the whole point of the ability to have an open conversation yeah. and communicate. And, and, then, and not be offensive in the questions you ask, even if the mm-hmm. question is a difficult is a question. Fe- yeah, difficult yeah. or offensive. Yeah. Yeah. But still get that answer because there's, there's no easy route to get to where you need to be, which is being a better person. Yeah. 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 It reminds and, me of a story from a party we were at in Lawrence, which we'll talk about off camera. <laughs> <laughs> I was drunk. I don't remember. So it doesn't count. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. so uh, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Final thoughts. James, go first. Um, I would definitely like to have Anna back on. Um, really just kind of dive in. You asked a good question, Anna, like, what's it been like in the field? Um, because I, I know you enough to know that you truly give a shit, so there may be some quote-unquote, like, very loose when I say this, like, almost survivor's guilt. There, yeah. Yes. Um, thank you. So yes, I, thank I you for saying that. I think it would be, I'd like to dig into that more sometime. 
Okay. So, Chris. Just don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's my go-to now. No, I think Anna's come back on. I think there's a lot of different avenues that we could explore and have conversations about where, because, you know, you've talked, you talked about therapy for a little bit. Yeah. And how long, and we don't know how long you've been in there, which we could talk about that on another one. I love talking about therapy. And it's my jam. <laughs> which is a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you could talk, you know, and kind of what, what all you, you've been able to talk about and how you've grown as a person. Cause I mean, the COVID thing. It wasn't easy. Dealing Be- with you being, wasn't being gay, easy. I'm, I'm yeah. sure I'm a topic of many conversations with your therapist. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I said, I always say with all due respect before I say it. It's in the Geneva Convention. Just, just saying. Just, just saying. saying. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> with all due respect. Knife hand. Just saying. Yeah, she's got my knife hand down. Yeah. Holy shit. I've been, do- I've been doing it too, like... During this, this we're gonna work on the thumb placement, though. Yeah, I know. I don't know if I should be up or like in. It just doesn't look as good as when when I do it that way. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, even coming out when you did and as early as you did, it still couldn't have been easy because it was still not as accepted. Again, I know I keep going back to that, but as it is today. Yeah, and it was more you know. of being Catholic that was the well, most terrifying. That, yeah, that's, that's, that, 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 that was a and, whole nother. It's a seven-part miniseries. Nebraska. On its own. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like you were in L.A. Yeah, or New York. There's a Netflix documentary coming out. It's seven-part series. Oh, sweet! No, it's gonna be about this. Yeah, <laughs> this is actually the first episode. I'm oh. actually just gonna take. We're this getting episode. on Netflix. Yes, yeah. you will yes. get. You will get all the recognition that you guys. Deserve. If Nick Kroll can have two shows on Netflix, yeah. we can have one. If Tiger King can be a thing, then sure yeah. as shit. We we don't have enough controversy for Netflix. I don't that think. That bitch Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> hey all! Hey there, all you cool cats and kittens. All right. He said that. Right. So it feels good saying that in a microphone. I can see why she said it. Yeah. <laughs> Anna, final thoughts. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you, big thank you, um, to letting me come and talk talk on your guys's podcast and for being patient with uh with my schedule changes. Um, you know, and kind of like Chris has said, it's like it's it's just so nice to be able to have conversation and and be able to learn things and mm-hmm. you know it's. I think this is just perfect timing with the whole road that I've been going down and, you know, just kind of like that, that journey of like, okay, one, who am I now? Where do I go from here? Um, How can I still help people and and do, do things that are meaningful and find things that are meaningful. And I, I think I've definitely found it um, in Chris, you know, in our time together and things that we've done. I know that. that do you, could you see how hard it was for me that to say weird. that? Like that was painful for I'm me to really say. Uncomfortable right now. <laughs> I'm really uncomfortable. I'm not even hugging you. And you're are you so uncomfortable? Are you sure you? That's a big project. Are you sure you want to take that on? Yeah, you know, we're. I, we actually work really well together. We do, and it's funny because I actually thought you were a dick when I first met you. So uh, you yeah. know, but that first I say that out about my yeah, best friend. Like I thought, right. he, I thought he was a dick too, and we're best friends. You know, so it's I like still hate Jeremy. I mean. I, you know, I actually don't like anybody in this room that much, but you know, it's, you know, but, um, so I don't know, you know, and just learning about this, I just, it's, it's cool because it's like, you don't, there's so many things you don't hear about being, you know, in, in 
EMS or being in, you know, the first responder service. And it's like, there's such a stigma just about not even talking about like mental wellness or anything, like just having open conversations, you know, where it's like, Hey, like that's the beauty of our job though, because we have so many different people from different backgrounds and, you know, different beliefs. And it's like, I love, I love having these conversations. So I'm just very thankful to be here. And so we are very glad that we were able to get you here. I'm going to so, come back and then yes. and then you're not going to be able to get me to leave. She's going to take my spot. Ask Chris, yeah. yeah. Uh, you'll <laughs> be like, Anna, you're not, you're yeah. not showing yes. up today. Like, yeah. it's not your turn. And I'll just be like, no, I'm, I'm here, guys. Yeah. I, you have extra chairs, <laughs> so I know. And there's a microphone. Yeah. I saw it. I'll, so. I'll just hide out in the corner and just peep in every once in a while. There you go. So She'd be more dependable than me or James. That's questionable. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Let's see, if you, get, if you get three of us, you got pretty good pretty good odds. One of us will show up. Yeah. Yeah. True. Maybe. It'll be like softball. Everybody shows up for one night, and then nobody shows up the next <laughs> weekend. <laughs> or they're on their phones. Yeah. Yeah, like so. some people. All right, Gravity, well, you're up. That's a new one. You call him Gravity? That's the first time. Why? No, it's not. Can I get the, Not here. Can I get the background of that? Yeah, he saw Bloody Toe and passed out. Had to get stitches. Oh. Well, that's okay. Somebody got that's... shot in the foot. <laughs> you got shot in the foot? No. No. I was oh. doing my EMS clinicals. Okay. okay. I was doing my EMS clinicals, and it was my hospital mm-hmm. turn in the ER. And so they're like, hey, come into this room and help this doctor. So I go in there, and this dude is shot in the foot with a twenty-two. Not a big deal. It's not like I've never seen blood before. I grew up in Louisiana hunting, so I've, like, <laughs> killed shit, you know, skinned I've it. I've killed some people. <laughs> I've done some things, you know. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, but no, I'm sitting there, and the doctor's, like, showing me this guy's foot, and the guy's, like, very nonchalant about it, and I'm, like, feeling a little queasy, and I don't know why. <laughs> and the next thing that I know is... I'm laying on the fucking floor, bleeding from my face. <laughs> did you and pass out again from your own blood? No, I did not. It was like a reoccurring, like yeah. you just couldn't his, get they out put of his that legs cycle. Up in the air, yeah. <laughs> they trim, they trimmed you. So what? What I heard later was, whenever I fell, I, you know, obviously hit my head and fell, but I fell in front of the door. And apparently, <laughs> did this, your body block the door? Yes, that and is this, awesome. Apparently, this doctor freaked the fuck out. Like he'd never seen someone pass out. I before. guess. Yeah. And so, like, I'm lucky that I don't have more TBI than I do because apparently, I got the shit kicked out of me. I'm not <laughs> sure that I actually hit my head when I fell, or if it was him moving me. But out you of the did. Way. You did at some point. I did get stitches in my face. Oh my so, god! Yeah. We called that back in the academy, but that was. Long time yeah, ago. that was. I've been hitting the head since then, so I don't remember. Man, that's a good story. Yeah, that's we, a we really made fun good of him story. For the yeah, too. yeah, it was awesome because it happened on like a Saturday and back on a Monday yeah. to the academy. So <laughs> walking, he's got stitches in his forehead, yeah. his eyebrow. <laughs> I'm surprised. Just tell people that you died, and then it's like then you're just like so yeah. much cooler. I'm almost a hundred percent sure that Hopkins was at the hospital with me. I think he was. Yeah. So, anyway, wrap it all up. <laughs> 60 mile an hour winds. It's awful. So, Anna, thank you for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Um, 
you thank you yeah i did i had a like i'm like i don't care about the wind i'm like let's just let's just let's keep going is that what that's what that meant right like let's go keep going yeah jeremy's got plenty of food so we're good and so you got a bathroom you got food i live like five minutes away from yeah, here I take back oh. roads home yeah so all right sorry mustache <laughs> you don't even have your shoes on. See, like and this you is are, why you are just chilling. <laughs> like you are not yeah, in a rush to get out of here. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, you're not going anywhere. That's why we need the multiple camera set up, so you have a camera on you. So yeah. I have to put on shoes. No, I didn't say you had to put on not. shoes. You wouldn't be able shoes. to see them anyway. Okay. Well, you guys can call my grandpa uh-huh. and tell him how he won't have help putting the thunder shirt on his dog. <laughs> I probably it's not funny. I'm sorry. Too. I'm really sorry. Do you guys sing the, sing the Thunder Buddy song? You do that. Fuck you, Thunder. <laughs> you can suck my dick. No, that would probably scare the Australian Shepherd, which she's the one who needs the Thunder shirt. Oh, yeah. Our dogs are good. I should have drugged her a little more, but all right. All right. Anyway, Anna, thank you for coming. Appreciate it. We're thank gonna you, have you, you back on. It oh. was awesome. I hope everybody enjoyed it. And like we say every episode, if you are struggling, reach out. There are resources out there. People care. You are not alone. Everybody goes through shit. So reach out. If you know somebody that is struggling, have the open and honest conversation. Be blunt. Let them know that you care. Let them know what resources are out there. Thank you very much. Thanks for stopping by.